Alright, yo, views right. before the six. Let's get it going, let's get it rolling, let's get it popping. We are back. You know what it is, man. Took oh. a little vacation. Yeah, you know. We got, we got, got know. the cold that's going around. Everybody, you know, getting that. But yo, we are back and we have a great interview today, man. Guys who are Staples of the scene. If you listen to the first couple episodes, man, you know, these guys' name came up heavy. You've been hearing it. Everybody, you know, should know the name, hear the name. We'll see if they know the, you know, the story. We got a lot of people in the building. There's a lot of people in the building, man. You know, as you know, Toronto, like, back in the day before a lot of the rapping was happening, it was all, like, sound crews and battles and shit like that. You know, these guys are very, very instrumental in that scene. And this week we got Sheet Dynasty with us. That's right. Let's give it up. Yo, we got the whole squad. So, yo, we're going to get all you guys to introduce yourselves first. Wow. And then so, you know, so people can distinguish who you are. Crazy shit. Yep, might be here. All right. Uh, Richard Rodwell, also known as Maximum 60. Howard Hughes. Kinetic. Uh, Davey D. The first question we ask everybody is Were you born in Toronto? No No Where were you born? Jamaica Alright I was born in England Okay uh, I was born in Derby, England <laughs> Okay, see? see? Toronto, Canada Word, okay, okay Trinidad Trinidad, Trinidad. see? Yeah. See, because the reason we ask that question is because, you know, people Like the Toronto sound is made up of that, you know what I mean? Like multicultural coming together And, you know, especially now, like we're getting first generation Torontonian kids being born here You know what I mean? So that's why I think that there's a shift in the music and the way it sounds now You know what I mean? So all right, what areas did you guys live in growing up? Like when you first came to Canada, what, what area did you live in? First area I lived in, I was up on Dufferin. I was there for like a few months, and then after that, we moved to Donald's and Edmonton, Flemington Park. Okay, word. When we came to Canada, we moved to um, Scarborough's, like Victoria Park, and Lawrence and Sharon. I was with my mom and dad, and then. After that, we went to uh, Scarborough, went to uh, West Hill Collegiate. Okay. And after that, Word. went farther east to Pickering, uh, to uh, uh, and went to high school in Pickering. That, that's where I met Ivan Barry. Okay, I'll tell, I'll tell you a very interesting story on how this whole thing with uh, Beat Factory actually, the, the very seed, it's the very seed. seed of Beat Factory before Beat Factory was even Beat Factory. So okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, the first place we lived at was uh, was on Pape, but uh, it was only yeah, it was with my uncle. Oh, sure. After that, okay. we lived in uh, Willowridge. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where we mm-hmm. stayed primarily. Then East Mall. Yeah, Yorker Flats. And then, then uh, Flemming. You went East Mall too, I forgot. Yes. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yes. That's where yeah. um, this yeah. is the connect right here. Yeah. Yeah. You know Mikey too, then, right? Yeah, yeah Mikey. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah that's where I see little ties. So, so me, born Blue Blood, Rexdale, two and two, still yes. to this day. Yeah. Um, still happy to say that. Proud to say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it, it started actually. No, believe it or not, when. Where we first started was um, St. Clair and Weston. That's the first, you know what I mean? But then what happened was that we were living in Etobicoke, but we moved to St. Clair and Weston. We went back to 7 Capri, where I met Davey. And I was like four years old, and then it's been Rexdale ever since. So okay. it was like the whole strip, you know? So Yucca Flats, Capri, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, for me, uh, it would be East Mall, where I met 
kinetic or seven. And then from there, uh, we moved to Flemo. And most of my time was between Flemo and Thorncliffe. Okay. Because yeah. there was another bunch of men in Thorncliffe Club, that, yeah. you know, was DJing too. So, okay, okay. Yeah, history starts there. Yeah. Okay, so how did you guys all get into music? Because, like, obviously you guys were all doing your own thing, or is like... Yeah. So, like, how did you get into music? Like, how did you, who started DJing, like, first, would you say? Actually, with me, it was um, my brother. Okay. My brother, Paul. He, um, he was in this crew called... Um, <laughs> called um, Majestic Sound Crew. Okay. And in this crew... Um, the, the guy, Mr. Majestic, he was the the main guy. My brother was a DJ, and this, there's another DJ in the crew, and his name was JC. Okay. JC, of course. Yeah. So, uh, after a while, after a few, few months, my brother said, "Hey, the that guy JC, he's uh, he's leaving the crew, and he's going to go join this other sound crew named Sunshine." Okay. Who? Who? Okay. Everybody's gonna get it. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll bring that up to JC, and he's like, "Oh, how did you remember I used to be in that crew?" I'm like, "Yeah, my brother used to be in that crew." So that's how I remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. And not a lot of people knew that. So. For me, the way I got into the music was like from Jamaica, cause my mom used to work in a record. Um, store back in Jamaica, so she had to bring me to work with her. So I was always yeah. comfortable around vinyl and turntables. Mm -hmm. So when we, when we came up here now, that's why a lot of our sound had a lot of um, reggae influence in it. Because mm -hmm. I would, well, they're gonna find out now, but I used to have to steal my father's records and we would <laughs> loop little samples, and S. Blank would do what he's that's doing. Blank. Yeah. And you know, so for me, it basically started from young. You know, okay, okay. the music was just a, always a part of my life from birth. Right. You know, vinyl turntables, just always having something to do with music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. For me, I've always, um, I've always created the music. Right. Like I've always made. So, so basically, I started off with piano. Um, I, you know, and then I took the Royal Conservatory of Music, and then went to in high school. I was part of a rock band. Okay. And like we would go out and gig and gig and gig, and so uh, basically after that is is when um, I got into production, sort of with Beat Factory. Now, how Beat Factory actually all started, I'll tell you a very very funny story. Is that when I moved out to Pickering, Ivan Barry was in my high school, right? Okay. Now, one of my friends, Lennox Grant, Lennox Grant and I, Lennox is the guy that got me into electronic music. Okay. I, I was like, I was playing rock. He's like, no, hey man, there's this thing called a sequencer. It's a da 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 da. I'm like, what? And so he showed me, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then we got a sampler and everything. And so one day we were in, in high school, and we, we had two little Casio keyboards, and we were playing, you know, and Ivan came up to us in the high school. He's like, hey, you guys are dope. Hey man, you know what? I could get you some gigs, I could get you some gigs, get the roller skating ring, <laughs> right? And that's how it all sort of started. We formed a band called Traffic Jam. Okay. And Traffic Jam went around the city playing everywhere and went to London and all that, crammed in a van. And then we we're like, you know what? This isn't making any money. Let's get into production. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's 
officially where it all started. So then, um, like, what years is this? Oh my God, this is this is like 81, 80, 81-ish, 82-ish area. This is okay. back, right, way back, way back, right? And so then, you know, Ivan was like, you know, oh yeah, you guys gotta check out this this group. This guy called Louis. He, he, this guy, he he's he's just like he's this guy that's like. Some sort of supernatural out of space because Louis was Louis. Was, Louis If you get into the mind of Louis Robinson, like you'll you'll just get lost. Like he's. No, he's, you know what it, you know what it is because we're close to Louis. But a lot of people like you listen to the records and the stuff. Like people thought like Louis would. That's not like a concept. He's not trying to be. That's Louis. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Louis. Like when I first met Louis, just like you said, I met Louis Finch and Louis was on that same talk. Yeah, it's twelve. The number of this and yeah, that. just another, another, that. Like just personality. Word, 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 word. Just on like, another level. That's what so, made him a good balance, though. Yeah, yeah. Louis and Blast. And Blast. We went. We went to you know. I would say I'd come to see them, and so he says, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, let's let's let's. I'll work with them. Let's do an album." And so. What happened was we, you know, we we started working on some stuff, and then we did we did wash your face in my sink, right? And we sent it off to Island Records. Island called back, said, "Hey, this is amazing. We're gonna put out a single right away. You guys have to do an album like now, now. I mean, now. It's gotta be finished like, as soon as possible." So it's like endless nights in Ron Nelson's basement making the album, and and then that's where it all sort of started for me. And then I got into like some TV stuff, so that's 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 that's. that's <laughs> it. And you guys? Well, me personally, um, people most notably know me as a promoter MC, but um, people don't realize and I started as a DJ primarily because of this cat named Israel Cruz. Israel, he was the dopest, not known DJ in the world. And then just being around Howard, Howard's like a ride across the way. So Israel lived in one complex of the Yucca Flats. And then what happened was that Howard lived in the next flat, and we lived in between. Okay. So what happened was basically I learned yeah, to exactly. spin, right? But people didn't know that I, I spin. And then what happened, who started perfecting my craft was Davey. I started really learning the art of DJing through Davey, right? Okay. Um, Davey D. So I used to, cause I didn't have my own equipment. So I used to spin between Israel's house and Davey's house. I traveled from Rexdale to Thorncliffe on like a daily like it was yeah. weekly I thought his house basically staying there I lived there so that's where it is but um, bringing it back as I said I'm just all around DJs all the time so that's mm -hmm. like how my career kind of right. launched in and then what happened was that there was uh, you had the elite DJs and, I, and I, I identified that I had skills but I didn't have the skills the scratching skills and the skills at the time that these men them had so I picked the mic instead so that's where I was like, you know what, okay, I know my lane, I, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'll never be a top tier unless I practice, 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 I have to set my, my lane apart. So I became MC, and that's where my lane started, and then I morphed okay. into the promoting side of it, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But I did spend though, like, you know? Okay, my foundation started about nine years old. My mom was uh, one of the first black photographers. She had a... Both. She had a... A studio at Eglinton and Marley. Okay. And we were basically uh, exposed to Monica's records. We had Cookie, who had the distribution for reggae records down in our basement, right? And he was bringing all the records in the city. 
my mom's uh, boyfriend at the time, uh, uh, actually the connection to you, basically is John White. So he was managing artists and booking artists at um, places like the Bamboo. Okay. And so I was nine. So I was going to all these shows, meeting all these artists, and that was my first introduction. They were doing albums for people, yeah. a lot of reggae albums, yeah. people like Joe Brown, a lot of... And from there, you know, by the time I was 10, 11, that's the first time I met Ivan. Ivan was working for my stepfather, John, at the time. Okay. Right. And that whole inception of Beat Factory was done in that office. And hmm. you don't know me when I was like nine, but it was yeah. way, way back then that's is when crazy. we, yeah, we, we started from yeah. that connection there. Oh, there's a lot of and synergy that yeah. untold stories right. are cutting, yeah. but there's a lot of untold yeah. stories yeah. that, you know, of how connected, like I said, like Howard, I, I didn't know, I knew Davey first, then I knew Howard, then they ended up together, and I ended up being, it's like automatic, it was automatic sync, because this is my brother, this is my brother, yeah. right? So there's a lot of in, independent, Sections that kind of link up that way, like you know what I mean, like John Wayne music. Okay, so then, okay, yeah. so then, with that being said, then how do you guys all get together? Like, well, that's, that's start yeah, DJing. That's, 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 cool. that's where I was going. Okay, there. Work, so work. by the time I hit fourteen, moved to Flemo, uh, you know, uh, it was me. We all went to Overly, which is a high school. Okay. Right. Okay. So Flemo, and that okay. that's in Flemo, and that's the real so connection right. as we got older. And the music, the hip hop was just starting to break back then. You know, talking like 81, 82. Word. Right? And, um, you know, we all looked to Howard at Howard, that yeah, point. Right, yeah. He was the man, like 14, 15, we were sneaking into Club Fresh yeah. to go and see Thursday him open up for UTFO. Yeah. Word. Okay. Right? And we were just in Greg's basement. Had two turntables that were belt driven, BDL, and just SBL learning. BD2s, you know, so. we were just learning about sound, and you know, he was our influence. Okay, and that's where we started from there, learning before we even got into Chick Dynasty. Mm-hmm. You know, we, and at that point, the whole flemo was like, you know, everybody fell into their place. Like, yeah, maybe you wanted to be a dancer, but you ended up being a rapper. Maybe you wanted to be a rapper, but you end up being a DJ. Yeah, yeah. right. Because it was just a passion for the music. Yeah. Right. So right. as long as you were a part of it somewhere, you're happy. Clothing. Yeah. Everybody oh, was going clothing. to New York and Buffalo all the time to get clothing. And that was the thing. You got to. Yeah. We talked about it earlier, but for, for the listeners, everybody outside, like that, you have to explain like the influence, like Flamo and what it was like in the like. 80s, you know what I mean? Wow, like from the that, early, that, that, because that's because yeah, wow. that's really yeah. Like a generation is listening, they need to hear and they need to know. I think so influential. word of mouth was yeah. the biggest thing. We didn't have cell phones. Right. There was no internet. No one was telling what we were doing. Right, right, right. right it right. was just word of mouth through high schools and flyers and flyers. And but you know what? Was, we we all had the phone. I mean, there was like that's the it said word of mouth. But I think the. If going with Russ was trying to say that the environment, actually, me and Howard were actually reminiscing about that because I, I, was, I was I was True Blood Rexdale, right? And I couldn't go to like I had to sneak into um, the environments where like okay it was like Rexdale against Jane and Finch, yeah, <laughs> and then you had Rexdale Jungle were linked up and Jungle by the way of Flemo were cool, mm-hmm. but then you had Scarborough that 
didn't mesh with you guys. So like, you know what I mean? And then you had Regent, and like, I can go in the Regent. I had to sneak in the Regent to party center jams because I was Blue Blood Rexdale, you know what I mean? And it was us against them, and then you had uh, jungle, then you had like um, village. No, you had, you we know, all protected our own yeah. people, and uh, you couldn't come in the neighborhood. You couldn't like come, that. yeah, unless you had a cosign, like, you know, a cousin or something like that. Right. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> or whatever it may be. So that it was, was like, true, but then the music kind of overshadowed yeah. that as well. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if there was a good enough barbecue or event going on, everybody was there. Right. It didn't yeah. matter if it was yeah. in Flemington Park, yeah. John did Booth the, Arena. The arena ones, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There were certain ones that it was like a truce, man. Exactly. Yeah. But you the know? other little events, if you went to the center, though, and you had yeah. to walk a lot. Yeah, you might like, get rushed. You know, you didn't know anybody yeah, yeah. standing on there, you ain't getting the door. And man to identify, they want to yeah. know who you are. It wasn't right. like, you yeah. get checked. It's like, yo, right. who you, like, they didn't know your face. Like, who you at? Where you from? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you ask around, you're getting dubbed. So yeah, like you know, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> but I mean certain men like Howard, they yeah. had passed anywhere. You know what I mean? And yeah, but I mean, you the sound, yeah. If you were a music guy, you had a pass for a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. As long as you're a reasonable guy, for the most part, because you were affiliated with somebody, you weren't coming to take nobody's money. You're coming to play jam. You're part of a, a thing. It's di- a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then certain DJs, they couldn't go out certain areas either too, right? Because they put themselves in certain situations, right? And then just to continue that, it's like, for me personally, I didn't get a pass until a lot later, until I was affiliated, known for Shik. Because, mm-hmm. like, there, there was Shik Dynasty, the core, and then there was Shik Dynasty family around, and, and, like, me and Davey and certain other people were, like, the, the family. Like, you have Wu Fam, and then you have Wu Chang. <laughs> so it's like, until we were associated with Shik Dynasty itself, and then, you can move. then I could just move anywhere, because it was like, that was the real... Pass for me, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean that, and that, you know. And you always had to be fresh. Come back to fashion. You said you always had to be fresh. So trips to Buffalo yeah. were happening, and yeah. stuff was getting sent back to New York, and you know what I mean. But for yeah. uh, just for Greg G and I, how we got started basically was because we had to carry Howard's records. Yes. We had to learn about carrying speaker yeah. boxes. The speaker boxes, and, set up speaker and, boxes. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. okay. So then let's just talk about all this, right? Like the whole culture and the era of that. Because like, who's the other sound crews out at this time? Because you guys, you guys got to remember, you guys are bringing in your own sound system. Right. People don't understand that. You go to a club now, it's fucking wired already. Like you guys used to bring in your own sound system, your own speakers, yeah. your own turntable, set that shit up. Well, they used to have Blockos in the park yeah. on a yeah. Sunday yeah. Uh, when we were kids, and it was a soccer field. Yeah. Okay. Right? And the older people, you know, used to go to, especially a West Indian culture, would go there to just hang out. Right. Uh, how would you say, Maceo, who else was doing the sound then? Actually, you know what? No, not Maceo way before that time. Yeah, but the genealogy, like the when we started as as just youngins going to yeah, to, Maceo, to, to learn about yeah. this stuff before. Yeah, before that's like the Maceo Kilowatt, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Maceo. Actually, when when um, when my brother says, "Hey, we're we're going out one day," right? okay. Since so like, we're going to this place called Concert Hall, right? And this is the first time I've heard about this place, right? I'm I'm like. I can't get in. I'm, I'm just a kid. Goes, don't worry. <laughs> worry. Yeah. You're getting in. You're getting in. Yeah. Just don't tell him how old you are, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm I'm scared the whole time. I'm like, he's gonna drag me to this place, and I'm not gonna get in. <laughs> you know, and it's late at night, downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. Gonna be thousands of people there. I'm gonna be embarrassed, 
right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, start asking me these questions, we're getting in. So on our way to console, right, I can hear the sound, right? I'm like, what the hell is that? This can't be music, but it sounds like music. So we get closer and I'm hitting this, this pumping sound hitting my chest. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, this is crazy, this is insane. So we get in, I got in, I stopped uh, shaking, we get in. There's three sound systems there, right? At the front of the stage, it's sunshine. Okay. Right? And there's three speakers stacked, right? Front, the sunshine. I can't remember which one, but Donovan was on one side. Okay. And Macy was on the other side. And they were just battling against each other all night. And it was it was insane. That was the song for song for song. I mean, yeah. like, you know, it always yeah. been three. The, the, it was a fine night with those Maybe three. three. Song for song for song. Like, I was too young for those days. Like, my, my entrance was actually, again, shit, because I, I used to promote... Like, I, I wouldn't even say promote, promoted four. That's you know what I mean? Um, this, this jab, the Holy Angel. Okay. It was like a, a, a community center, and that's where I got introduced to sound systems. Because they used to have sound sets, but it was like the Geno Dave. Because at that day, you gotta remember, we have to go back to the foundation. And we talk about they were in Mexico, they had the Armsy, the, the but we're the one generation where we had rock, we had the Geno scene, we had. The hip hop scene, we had the dancehall scene, you know what I mean? The metal scene, like there was, you know what I mean? We we were the one generation, you know, the new wave scene, like we were the one generation where we had all music. You weren't, you were, you may identify with hip hop and reggae because that was our roots, but you know, you could go to a Gino Gino party, freestyle party, and hear it's time and all that stuff. You know, then it crossed over and got cut up in hip hop parties, right? Like the whole freestyle move. So you gotta understand like the, the, the dynamic of that scene was we were into music. Right, 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 right. You, you had your scene, but you were into music. Yeah. Given where we were, we, we were located at Overly, um, all the kids from Danforth were born, like all the Greek kids. Right, right, right. Our, our school, they had Greek um, classes on a Saturday, right? So we had that influence with those guys with their IROCs and IROCs, yeah, the guys like Bugle yeah, Boys, yeah. their yeah, sound right, system. Right, right. Um, what's his name there? He used to own Tracks Records. Oh, oh. George, George, George from Shakedown. All that guys were. But that's the hidden history of Toronto. People don't know, like the older heads know. That the dance, R and B, and the hip hop. So you can remember that sound because one period hip hop was very electronic. Yeah, of course, right. of course. So, yeah. so both audiences were, rock, yeah, we're, yeah. Know, we're kind of crossing, what it was, right? What it was it? And then right? they went off in their own route. It was phase, yeah, yeah. phase four. Look oh, oh, in the field. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Come on, wow. boy! Oh wow. my goodness! This Just walked in oh, the He came into the right. He came into the right time. Cause are we out here? Yeah. <laughs> when when what happened was yeah. George was in phase. Well, it was phase four, right? You see his brain? Phase four. He was in phase yeah. four. Okay. This group, right? And they would play like uh, they'll play basically the same stuff everybody else was playing. But they, after a while, they 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 did the GQ Supreme team. That's right. Okay. Right? And, they the part and then they started doing right. like Gino parties and, uh, and parties where they play like electro beats and stuff. Right, like right, that. right, right, right. You know, yeah. they were the first one, and nobody really gives them credit for it. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones to do flyers on the light post. 
Yeah, they were right. the all around Toronto. Yeah. All everywhere. GQ yeah. Supreme GQ Team. Supreme team. Yeah. Okay, yeah. word, word, word. Remember the high school? There was GQ. GQ. Your your brother's crew were there still, but they kind of fell apart though. Yeah, yeah. Those all those Gino crews. But there was a lot of Gino crews, so it was like. The sound, the sound system, the sound system. Yeah, we're going back to the sound yeah. system culture. Was that exactly that? We'd go. We the, the the difference is that we could hook up anywhere, any place, as long as we had a generator or we could hook up to some kind of power source. Right. A party was in, and they didn't influence. We didn't need permits and all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. We just go hook up a thing, and then it was on. Boom. You know what I mean? And anywhere you could plug in or had a generator, yeah. you'd have a twenty. Box, well, actually, though, not really, but it was like 10, <laughs> ten box, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, 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 nice you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just hook up that system, and then word would just go out. People would get word our of phone, what word of mouth. Yeah. Right, People right, would right, like, right, yo, right. we didn't even sometimes even promote, we just poke up a box and then, yo, call a man, and the next man call a girl, and the girl call two men, and then done. And it's like, next thing you know, you have a thousand kids in the park or in a community center or roller rink or whatever it may be, you know? Okay. Yeah. So then, when's the first time you guys DJ? Out together as Shit Dynasty. Well, that's what Howard and, and you guys would yeah. say. I don't. I don't know. You mean the first party? Yeah, first like the first party? time, like as Shit Dynasty, right? He was in it before I was in it. Okay. Wait, maybe you should introduce. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Introduce yeah. yourself. Oh, uh, DJ O'Neill used to call me back in the day. Go. I don't know where that name came. I think Ron Nelson gave me that name on stage one day at a. I think it was a, was it a contest, a battle contest? Something, something. What's your name? I like, uh, I don't know. DJ O'Neill. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, okay. So how did Go? Yeah, I don't remember. Really how did Go come into play then? Last name. Yeah? yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. 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 See, I, didn't, I didn't know that. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even speak. The history lesson for everyone. Hold on, when I met Howard, was in the parking lot with Ken? And, um... Brian Bailey? I think it was before then. Was it in the parking lot? And you changed your name to Chick Dynasty instead of Chick Super Sound? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when I, when, I, when I first got into Chick Dynasty, it was when... Um, Chick Super Sound. Yeah, it was Chick Super Sound first. Okay, word, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. see? <laughs> Chick Super Sound first, right? Um, I met uh, Brian. Brian Bailey when I was in uh, TKO. Okay, yeah, because I was going to ask you that. You were, you were in TKO as well, right? Yeah, I was in TKO. Okay. Um, so he says to me, um, this was at the, I think it was a breakdance theater in uh, Region. He says to me, hey, we're, you know, we're starting a crew. We've got a big sound system. It's as big as sunshine. I go, no, no, no. I don't think so. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you were TKO at that time, right? Yeah, I was in TKO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, we got, a, we got a big system, you know, we like how you spin. We're going to come to a, we're going to come to your next party, right? So I'm like, all right. So I was playing at this, uh, some house party, and um, I think it was up um, Don Mills in some place, right? Okay. And I was DJing, yeah. <laughs> and I lifted my head up, and I saw him. Right? It was him, like you remember, yeah. O'Neal, yeah. Ken, and Brian okay. standing in front of me. There were all three of them standing right there, right? So I'm like, Audition time. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's two people you have to DJ for at a party. Yeah. Right? It's the people that, like, the people that are dancing. Right. 
And the DJs. And the other crew. Right, 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 right. That's true. So this DJ step in, you better up your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because everything is a competition. Yo, the DJ from so fashion good, to dancing nah, nah. to DJing to your style good. to your swag, everything was a competition. Right, right, you were right. known for your brand, whatever your brand was. Yeah. So, three of them are standing there. I think they were just standing like 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 this. <laughs> <laughs> Arms crossed, legs out, stance, b-boy stance. So I'm like, okay, I need to do a trick, right? What am I gonna do? So okay, so I got two records, right? I'm playing one record. So I blend the other one exactly on beat, right? Okay. So the two, of playing, two of them are playing at the same time. Right. So I turn my back to go do something else. Right, well, two records are playing at the same time. On beat, right? And I went to go do other stuff. Right, and the two records played exactly on beat while I was doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> the phasing. Yeah, because I, I really knew how to do that really well. Yeah, okay. Right, and then after that, they're like, okay, you're in. <laughs> Yeah, so after that, after a while, um, we were playing parties and stuff, and it was getting really big. So I said, well, I was hanging out with the Rumble. Okay. Right? Because me and him, a lot of the guys from, from England, we would hang out with each other. Okay. We would have this like connection, Rich, you know, Carlos. Uh, Jakes, yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, British yeah. DJs, right? You know, yeah. so me and Rumble are hanging out. So we, we, we said, you know, hey, this shit dude, it's getting too big. Right? <laughs> it's getting way too big. We need to call it, you know, we need to change the name, right? So the show Dynasty was on at that time. Okay. <laughs> wasn't, there, wasn't there a sound crew yeah. called Dynasty also? Yeah, there was. Yeah, but <laughs> we said, you know, I gotta text that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we can we can associate that with with uh, with with the uh, Kemet with Egypt and and those guys. They were builders, you know, those scholars. And we were like, we were big builders. We had a big brain. Like, yeah, we were kind of the same. And it was the black, the, the, the black love movement was going on at that time too, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you gotta remember, it's, we were all conscious, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, it was, yeah. you know? So it was Rumble like one of the MCs of your crew at that time? Yeah, he was, he was around there all the time, and he would MC for us. Okay, yo, who's some of the rappers you remember from back in that era? That's something I'm always like, because you know, a lot of guys don't know that. Like, I know, you know, Butch. Lady P Bush and Lee, stuff like best that. Of all you know time. I mean? We were talking about that the other day. Bush you know, like, who's some of the other Bush rappers? Bush like, you know, Bush Bush right now. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. 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 yeah, like, Bush Lee, they're more like, uh, hype up the crowd, like hype men. Yeah, right? yeah. Bush Lee, like Bush Lee, Dexter Mack. Yeah, yeah, they're like hype oh, guys. Sugar C. Anybody remember Sugar C? Yeah, Sugar C. Brother, brother, what's his name? Different. Different. Yeah, but different. They're like hype men. They don't rap, just a few things, you know? Double D, that's the name of the corporate art, see? Come on, but I mean, like Rumble, Rumble was rapping and stuff yeah, like that, right? Yeah. So like, like, do, like Mishy, like that, like, do you remember yeah. the rappers of that era? Oh, like, who that? If you talk about Mishy, hold on, you talk about Mishy, you have to go here too, though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right here, see right in the here. room. Yeah, you got the foundation of Mishy. That's why Maximum. No, 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 no. Since we're here, right? You can. Okay, okay, I'll go first. Right. Okay, so we're in Flemington, right? And this guy, one of the guys at Flemington, his name's Paul, Tall Paul. He comes around and he's like, hey, there's a... Paul G. Paul G. Because in Flemington, you can't just bring anybody into Flemington. Right, okay. 
So he comes up to us and he's like, hey, well, there's this girl I'm, I'm seeing, right? And she just pops out of nowhere. Hi. Hi, Harry D. That's the picture I was talking about. And it was Michelle. Right? And she says, one day she says to me, um, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a record, right? I'm going to be doing some stuff. And I, um, she's with uh, this new, these new people called Beef Factory. She's going to make a record. I go, uh, whatever. You know, I don't want to hear anything, you know, because I, I didn't believe her. Okay. Right? So she says, yeah, I'm going to be making the record. And then after a while, I got introduced to Maximum 60 and Ivan. And yeah, she said, uh, they said, yeah, we're doing a record. We got hooked up with the uh, with, um, first priority. Right, right, right. And, right. Uh, Sorry, Scott LaRock and, and so you, you you produced with Scott LaRock, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I I was in the room at one point uh, up up in Hamilton. Uh, we we did, a, but I, I didn't actually work with him. I didn't. Right, work right, right, right. That. There's another guy called Tommy. Remember Tommy and Binberg? I, I don't know. If you know, a producer guy. He's 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 the guy that kind of we did stuff in his studio. And so Scott was up there with them. But uh, yeah, Mishy. Yeah, I did. I did uh, some Mishy stuff with her. Early like stuff. the early stuff. Well, what yeah, Jungle. What, but I, th- I don't know. Jamaican funk. Jamaican funk. Right. Jamaican funk. Do, do you guys realize the importance of it, though? Of that, yeah. Like at this. Uh, do you understand like what that was? Because remember that time, everyone was into DJs. Everyone was yeah, into records. Yeah. But that time with Scott was like a passing the torch of the technology, like even just sampling and mm-hmm. the, right. and being like how yes. ahead of the curve this city is. To, that's how we're able to have like a boy wonder and that's, a Drake yeah. That's where, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like where uh, we're at now we because we were like, yeah. even you guys with Logic, I remember even going to the studios and even the technology and everything we were using, like you touched on earlier, that was like you gave birth to that. And then that was the first time we went to New York after those records that on Red Alert or whatever, yeah. Mr. Magic Show, I'm hearing Missy being played like mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. times an hour mm-hmm. in prime time. You know what I mean? So you see, the, it's, it was really like that. That was the first time I think. I, guess, I, I see where you're going. You kind of frame the yeah, time yeah, and yeah. era, and, 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 and the influence yeah. too. Like so I guess later. what it comes down to is that you got to remember that we went from we're the generation where we went from the telephone on the wall to the cell phone. We yeah. went right, from of course. Video, we're the first video game consoles. We're the first. Bag phones, or you know, and then the big Motorola yeah. phones to the, you know, I mean, the yeah, yeah, tech. Yeah. We're the first generation that, you know, that we came in with computers when computers were invented. Yeah. So anything electronical, anything, the, the 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 paradigm shift between the analog world and the digital world, we were that, and then we were the we were the foundation of that, and then that's where we were there when rap began. Like, yeah, sure, hip hop began in seventy one, August eleventh, nineteen seventy one, my birthday. I mean, sorry, sixty nine, my birthday. Boy, seventy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to say that I am hip hop, but um, you know, <laughs> but no, the fact remains is that we were um. You know, we were around from the inception of every music except for, I'd say, disco. Like, disco was late 70s. So, yeah. it, it was like, except for heavy metal, stuff like that, we were around for everything, everything. that was invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? We were that generation. That's what I said. We come from a music culture, and we went from that analog culture to that digital culture, and then we went from that actually understanding what hip hop. Sorry, understanding what music was to now specific genres and then translating that into production and music. Yeah, within right? the city here. And without, without getting the yeah. resources and realizing that 
oh my goodness, Michi is a talent that could be, oh my goodness, Lou is like, we have our own personalities, we have our own culture way back, you know what I mean? Like you point In that out, sense, yeah. just seeing it and just pulling it together, like yeah. that's incredible. Like this crew right here? It's like some it's like some Motown type, yeah. like mm-hmm. very good. That's what I'm saying, like this crew right here, stuff, you the know important mean? thing about this crew is that without Shit Dynasty, Howard Hughes, the first, not credited, but Howard Hughes, the first hip-hop show on air. Right. He broke records. Yeah. He got records. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, without, yeah. like, there's a lot of influence here that people don't realize, don't give credit for. Without Howard, hip-hop wouldn't have been on air. Exactly. But there was okay. Sunshine, Maceo, Maceo yeah. and them guys before, because that's yes. the guys I used to watch. Exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. I can have yeah. JC yeah. and the turntable. Smooth, like, yeah, one of the smoothest. Also, the era of we didn't have radio. Well, like, we yeah, radio. Right, right, right. We weren't hearing this stuff. Fantastic We weren't hearing this stuff anywhere. Yeah. You had to go to a dance to hear a lot yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 You know, our culture wasn't exposed. You know, where it'd be soca, calypso, hip hop. If it wasn't for like basement that. parties. Blockos or you know park parties, mm-hmm. you weren't getting that music at all. And you gotta give Ron props. And that's just awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's what yeah. it did. Like, the community radio. Yeah. 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 Where's this coming from? Yeah. 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 People used to hide the radio station down. Yeah. yeah. So you would know what station they're listening to. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are you listening to? No, no, mixtape. Uh, uh, yeah. They hide the dial. And you'd be on the on your tape. <laughs> you'd be on your deck. You know, making your mixtapes on your deck, waiting for something from the stop talking. Oh, then you have to rewind a little. Okay. Press play to record them. And yo, it's like mm. we came from the tape era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mixtape era. Besides those guys bringing mixtapes back from New York. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The only Cash other influence money. was. BLK. BLK, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right, right, right. If you yeah. could get it. If you could get it. If you could get it. If you could get it. Yeah. If you could so get it. So we were thirsty for that knowledge okay. all the time, you know, and until like Carnival Records started bringing stuff in. Yeah. And, and right. they had this course of Star Soundbird. Yeah. The thing about yeah. records back then, you know every artist. When yeah. a song come out, next song come out, you know them. It's not a whole heap coming to you. So you're always on top of, the, of your music. There's a lot of 12 yeah. inches. 12 right. Right, 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 right. I remember going shopping, yeah. record shopping with Howie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You need somebody to carry the record. Or record keeping. <laughs> <laughs> or record keeping. Or uh, radio record shopping. Keep <laughs> <laughs> two records. Yeah. <laughs> so every time you saw Howard yeah. and he had Oh man. A, a little case of records. Yes. You want to know, yeah. you can't saying on the street, you want to know what he's got in the bag. Hey, hey yo, so yeah. right? I'm going to tell you something about Howard too. He used to love doing that. He'd stand out for about a half an hour, let everybody <laughs> see that he had it in the thing, and be like, yo, what's that? What's in your hand, Howard? What's in your hand? And he'd be like, yo, it's cool, man. That's cool. You know? You know what? Let me. Let me okay. Um, when, I, when I first started DJing, right, uh, they were playing songs I didn't know. Right? Okay. So one day in Flemington, I see walking through Flemington, it's Donovan from Donovan Sound Crew. I'm like, oh shit. Right? This cause to us he's he's like a big star. Yeah. Right? Cause remember there's only those three those three main crews. There right, main crew Donovan. So he's walking through Flemington, right? So I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? So he's like, uh, he's got a girlfriend in the neighborhood. Right? So I go, oh, this is my chance to pick his brain about music. Right? So I'm asking him, what's this? What remember when you played this? What was that? And he would tell me a name, what was this, what was this, what was that. So I go searching for these records, right? And I couldn't find these records anywhere. 
right? So I ran into uh, Kilowatt, right? And they, they are basically my, my parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> They're my parents, right? So I say, hey, look, this, I saw Donovan, and he gave me these names. He goes, no, those, he gave you the wrong names. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what? What? <laughs> what kind of game is this? Yeah. Oh, you, they said, you're laughing at me. Welcome to right, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little kid. Yeah. Right? I'm a yeah. little kid. Donovan's a grown, he's a grown guy. Yeah. And them, they're laughing at me, but they're, they're like, you know what, you didn't know. But you gave you all the wrong names. Right. Right? Because back in the day, Behind you record record I cross out the marker like no yo nobody seen that cuz you 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 go to a sunshine party I will tell you <laughs> you go to Tony, that was right? This. And you say to Tony, hey, hey, Tony, what was that song you played? Ha! 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 He was just laughing. Basically, he's telling you, I'm not telling you, go look for it on your own. If you want to hear it again, you got to come to our I remember we bought Take Control for $50 a copy. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. The two. $100. Wow. Because somebody found money back then. Went to the States, scoop them up for like a dollar, whatever, right? And they, they just came back. Every yeah. Sound yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've been looking for this? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, because a lot of things in the sound systems was real back oh, then. A lot of people didn't understand. Cherry Records didn't come to Canada. Right. Especially if they were if they were like independent. But we didn't get those till later on. They didn't come to Canada. Right. Record companies would service every other country, especially Europe and places like that before they would service Canada. But they didn't really see Canada as a market. As a market. So if you wanted a record, yeah, right? probably Buffalo, New York. If somebody's go, going to New York, Buffalo, go to New York. Look this record for me. Do you want a rock and soul? Yeah. 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 Eventually, we found out Tony was getting his records from from I think it was upstairs upstairs records or downstairs records in um, in Buffalo mm-hmm. and Jay's Records. Okay, that was downtown on College. I remember Jay's record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to have. I remember when the word got out too. That was big news too. I remember those weeks. You don't forget before. Oh man, it was like right, right, Those days are crazy, dude. A record come out, man. I got a story for you. This guy, he used to go to New York quite a bit and pick up stuff and bring back. He was always a good story. He was always, he was always on the cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was like I just play the jams, but this guy goes seeking for stuff. I'll never forget this. I don't know if you remember this. We're doing um, party, not party center, concert hall. And you came back with uh, Public Enemy. Um, Bring the noise. Mm. And he put it on, first time ever. I never heard it, ever. Oh, Nobody ever heard it. Yeah. He put it on, dance floor empty. Yeah, Everybody right. ran out the floor. About a week later, after yeah. they played the video on TV, then. dropped that record again, was yeah. like, Oh my oh god. god, yeah. People weren't ready for it. Certain records that came out, dude. Yeah. First time. First time people don't know how to take it. I remember this record's like, I don't know. But yeah, that was week. always amazing, yeah. though. But that's how he was cut it. I'll never forget yeah. that. I mean, but, you know, but how would he surprise? Sorry, how would he yeah. surprise himself? Or I, I'm gonna say it. How he did he surprise himself? Yes. Right? He came on being the first. He came back with Brit Beast and they were like, 
I just said, like, if you know, you have your point guard. How is the point guard? Right. I right. Like, what kind of crap is this exactly. guy bringing? Yeah. <laughs> what was? Yeah. What was your tie? Because I know, weren't you linked in with Malik too? You and Malik, because you guys are the first real DJ guys, that, at least in my scope. You know what I mean? That really were onto like you said the break beats yeah. and, yeah, and that rare yeah, yeah, because yeah, the yeah. England collection. I don't go yeah. Malik at his show. Malik, you remember? Yeah, Malik got from eight point one. He's yeah, like yeah. a musical. Like, he, wasn't he came after Dave Dance. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. And, and it was Malik and Dave Dance music. So yeah, Malik. He was. Uh, How'd you get all that just from the England? It's it's it's, I, it's, it's, it's kind of like the British thing. It's yeah, like, the British. That's right. Soul to soul, even too. Come on, steal my records. When I do my stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna bring it back. Never seen them. Because Richard will tell you, in England, black culture was more accepted mm-hmm. than in, in other countries. Exactly. Okay. They were like a sponge. Historically, it's yeah. Bad, yeah. They would soak up reggae, even in, even like Rolling Stones and groups like that. They'll tell you, you know, their influences, you know, blues, yeah. James Brown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in England, it was just very accepted. Uh, black culture, you know, black music, everything was more accepted. Okay. So it was, you know, once again, if something was released in the States, they'll send it to Europe, we'll get it before Canada will get it. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, so we, I mean, I'd go to my my father's barber shop and they'll be pumping reggae in there. You know, it was, it was awesome. It was a great time to grow up. You know what you find? I think, that, I think our, the more we do these interviews, and I always thought it, it's the people that always traveled and came back here, but grew up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That formed it. Yeah, if you listen yeah, to the yeah, story, yeah. like more and more of the story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they always were going to the source of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, that was the stage. Especially as black people, too, like, find where the black culture was really had an influence. That's seeing around. Go and come back in that. We were growing in here. Yeah, but it was all of it. It was always those traveling, coming back and bringing it new, because that's what hip hop was. Like, if we're talking about the shit era, that's what hip hop was, right? It was like, yo, coming back with the thing first. Exactly. And, you know, whether it was fashion, whether it was, you know what I mean? Whatever it was, it was about, you know, showing out. Like, it was a battle culture, like from dress code to, you yeah, know what I mean? Right, the right, way right. you look, the way so you, how, what, how you stand. It's like to, even to the way you stand. Yeah. You gotta like, you know what I mean? That was hip hop. Yeah. There was always a competition. Yeah. It's like what Thrust was saying earlier, when he come to Flemington Park, it was like a mini New York. Yeah. Everybody was in the goose. Or you know, like, <laughs> but Flem was the only place in Toronto like that, dude. Yeah. No nah, other. Nah, nah. Four hundred McCowan. No, and I mean yeah. mass with the number. <laughs> 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 when you have no pockets, like Joe, yeah. little thing. You used to go to French. I used to be in French. I used to be Joe. But when you walk in, like, because I spent a lot of time in New York too, like my whole life too. As when I said I just stood, I almost felt like I was in the Bronx. The Bronx is mm-hmm. here, like it's mm-hmm. the same. You know what? The air had the same chill. The fi- I just the feel. Just the feel. What you saying? And, vi- and visually too. I used to have but you had a park, Regent right? Park, but I'm from 400 McCowan. Yeah. Now, if you guys don't know about 400, you know about 400? Nobody could touch us in breaking. We had the best DJs. We had the best of almost anything in Scarborough. I wouldn't say that, yeah. but okay. <laughs> in breaking? No, breaking, bro. Flip Rock and Wild Style. Toronto, like, you know what I mean? No, but there's different. Flip like, Rock. Finch had enough dancers, too. Yeah. Yeah. Finch Rex had that too, right? So it's like an argument. Dancing was free. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But when Derek and Frankie to this day. Yeah, because, yo, we had DRK on, too. Derek and Frankie to this day. You know, there's a lot of dancers. Toronto had mad dancers, too. Yeah. But I'm saying, but even when you went into Finch, Finch had a huge reggae culture influence. But, but when I said when I went to Flower, it was right like, there. I'm in fucking. Flamo and Finch was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
black. We were talking earlier about first priority. I agree to disagree. MC Light, Milk, all them. Let me tell you this. When Milk was like the number one song, he was in Flemo. Milk? Yeah, of course. The first group to use in Flemo. His song was all over the radio in the States, and this. This man's in Flemmo playing basketball. Yeah. And Every, I had the same feel of being was in Flemmo. In, in Brooklyn. I, spent, I just said, my aunt lives in Brooklyn too, like on Carroll Street. Yeah. Biz had I was nobody like, beats the Biz and all them songs. So I'd always go, man, he's a teen from yeah. two years old. So I said, when I was there and I go to think, I, go, I feel like it's the same vibe. I've been everywhere in Toronto. I love every spot in Toronto. I'm even less spots even better. But when I was in Flum, I'm like, yo, this is like that. Yeah. You feel like you yeah. got that authentic taste. But it was just exactly. a, it was like the right. six, seven yeah. year window. Man. I mean, yo, let's kind of had that let's, feel, man. Let's, let's get to that. Let's I get wish to some of the jams that you guys did, man. First, for, you said first people to bring oh, up. I mean, like, yo, this, that, I know, uh, this, this could be a whole hour yeah. conversation in itself, man. Like, the concert hall alone, yeah. the jams you guys did there. For me as a kid growing up, I'm going to tell you this straight up. Okay. Watching the birth of hip hop, I could say I really seen it. Yeah. Hanging with Howie D. Yeah. And the experience that I experienced was crazy. Like, even a young MC Light, or even when Maestro first made his name, I was there. When he right. battled Marvelous. 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 I in the Cool K battle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk about Actually, Karen, man. Like when I mean, like, yo, let's when talk, like, no joke. Let's talk about it all. Yeah, yeah, remember, y'all remember when Smith and Wesson came here and got their style from <laughs> oh, original Wood Boys? They got that boom, bye, bye. They went to that gym. They came here and got their style. <laughs> made them who they are from Talk here. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Jelly Stone, original Rude Boys. I, they I, came here, heard them, and then went back and recorded Boom Bye Bye and what they got. I'm a song boy head. Yeah, yeah. You know? The whole movement, that whole wow. sound, the old, the old, yeah, didn't OGC, they take the, thing, um, the original Gun Clapping, all of them got their stuff from Toronto. But what did Brock? Original Rude Boys? Certified sound. Certified ghetto concept. Certified. That whole, if you look at that sound, when they had Crackhead. Okay, one day, one day, one day, I've been to me, he says, um, hey, you know that, that song, uh, It Takes Two? Exactly. I go, yeah. Um, he goes, you know I sent the, that Mishimini uh, song with that same sample to Profile way before that song came out. Sue? Sue, right, right, right. But it was going on. But it was a song big before that song came out. The same orb joint you're talking about, um, yeah. wasn't it How Many MCs? Yeah. But mm -hmm. the, yeah, yeah. Oh, they were like, all that, man. Yeah. You know? I don't want to grow up. I'm a Rick still kid. I pulled out my Uzi and look what I did. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, when you're talking about looking, we were the birth of hip hop where, yo, like, you know, like, and when you're talking about using yeah. reggae into hip-hop now that's where I know Plema was leading yeah. like I was telling you earlier I would take my father's Studio One records or my mom's Studio One records and run over click the Vendome and say blank we only got an hour with these records you know that? and he would loop or sample or whatever he's doing or there's certain bass lines he would just play it live on his guitar SB. Yeah. Yeah. He, had a, he, had a, he had his own bass guitar so if we couldn't catch the sample because the record had too much dust or whatever, it kept skipping, mm -hmm. he would just get out his bass guitar and play the bass <laughs> rhythm himself. Right. You know, so that's yeah. how crazy it was when we were recording back then. There was, yeah. It was well, just all passion and there was, yeah. there was no smoke screens or nothing. There was nothing 
is either you're good or you weren't good. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It's not like yeah. now where a man can no show up and right. he's got 10, <laughs> 20 dancers, yeah. no, smoke dude, screen. You, off, you can't come around, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right away, yeah, man. Bottle. Right away, man. Yeah. Right away, man. Right away, there, was, man. there was no hype man. Yeah. Right. It, it was, was the rapper MC. and the DJ. There was no hype man. Yeah. So you had to know all your lyrics. lyrics you were yeah. good or you couldn't come. You yeah. know? Literally. Yeah. Every, like he said, every level, dude. And how would you I mean, you guys did, hold on, you guys did, yes. like, New York versus T.O. battles, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. yo, that's like, we've talked a lot about this. And sent them home, asked, too. Okay, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Let's talk about it, man. Like, okay, the original one was who? Was that um, when KRS came or no? That was the I second one. That was nice that was right, yeah. against, um, what's his name? Cash Money's DJ. Yeah, I, just, so I said that already. But that, yeah. but, but that was a smaller, yeah, yeah, smaller yeah. battle. The bigger battles well, remember the one was, was really like when New York invades Toronto. What's it, Mike? Icy Beats? What's his name? Kid Icy Beats and... So the, the one with Biz and the Biz Markie and S Black, yeah. And there was a two. There's another one, Danny. Wasn't it Danny? Remember Danny the yeah, curly hair? Beatbox Danny? Yeah. yeah. Remember those guys in one of the battles? They had, they had that beatbox battle. Yeah. Oh, and, against, uh, Biz. against Biz, right? Yeah, yeah. Against Biz. And she got a little. And it kind of it didn't really end. Yeah, yeah. It was good, man. It was good, man. It didn't really. We got to frame what it was because at that time nobody wanted to be from Toronto. Everybody was like, yo. We're all from New York. Everybody fronted if you met a girl you're from New York, whatever it is. Nobody said they're from Toronto. <laughs> we were the only area that never did that. Right, that's what I'm about to say. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say we got a you met us. That. When you met us, we said yeah. we're from Flemington. Yeah, Park. that's what I'm about to say. I gotta yeah. frame the era. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. I have so many. Howard, is this the, the second or the first one? I think that's the that was the first. Come on, the one with Rumble. That was the second one. I didn't go to the first Rumble one. Was, that was the only one I just, dude. You know, you that was the first one. Your parents was the only time I ever got like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time I ever missed in Toronto was the first one. So I never went to the first. I know who was on it. But I was at home like, oh man, I should have went to school, done whatever. What you, but the second in, in one, your guys, that's what's the, the best one. That was the best one. I'm not making fun of that. No, you know what? The best memory of the time, not the best battle. Because it's a different category. The best memory of the time was when Public Enemy came. And yo, when they first, the first time they came to Hall, that was my. There's two memorable times for me. It was Sade at Gardens, and then. Public enemy. Oh, and I, I have to give it the roots at um up at uh, Queen uh, and there. For me, it was Eric B and Rakim. For me, Rakim was always my rapper from day one. Yeah, and I said, when he's in the who was the sound system? Who did the sound system for us? <laughs> yeah. Now let me tell you how that became. When we met Ron Nelson. Ron Nelson was using TKO and Kilowatt, I believe, and whoever to do his party. So we came to Ron and said, listen, we'll do your party. I think it was for a big discount price because he didn't believe we had a system and how good we were. So we said, okay, we'll do a party. But you know what he did? He still got the other guys for backup. I never forget this. We had two towers inside a concert hall. Two towers. And they had a wall going across, whole wall. And it was TKO. Kilowatt and somebody else. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Put their sound together. I never forget this. <clears throat> Shut them blood. <laughs> so we turn on the system. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was good. The yeah. crowd went crazy. Yeah. We played for like half the night. And you gotta remember. And, like, then, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and you got the best DJ. So now <laughs> they turn on their system, though, right, and start playing. I'll give a big. <laughs> and the crowd went. Boom. 
Right. And from that day, Ron uses for every single hip hop concert I came to. Right. Okay. I got something even to top that. Go. That number one phrase we used to use. Ken, push the button. Oh, push the, yeah. Push yeah. the button. Ken, push, yeah. the, push button. the button. Yeah. Yeah. Push the button. Yeah. Ken, bend down. Ken, Ken, bend down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody play on our system, you gotta know we turn Ken. that button off. We turn the bass down. Uh, you want to play on our system? Yeah. You play with treble. Yeah. And when we come on, Chris. Ken would tune that sound, dude. A DBX range of hours. That's hours. Ken is in there. Nobody knew about that. Like you have to understand that era. That was a passage of the torch. That that was a very integral part the history of it. We were very tight with Maceo. So anything Maceo have, we would have. Maceo give us his entire system if we want to do a party. Maceo had these little stupid little boxes that he has that will make your system like twice as loud. And we soaked that up. People used to run extension cord and cut them up and put them into a system. Chic Dynasty, we go straight from the power, power board. Power board, yeah. Grid. Patched yes. into the power. Everything was done right perfect. Right. 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 We patched into the wall. We didn't go cheap on anything. The disconnect. I see that, them guys with speaker wires cut up and holes. stuff like this. I hated that whole thing. Everything was just pop, 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 pop and yeah. plug. Yeah. And four hours, yo, four hours minimum. We're leaving Fleming Park from like five Crazy. o'clock, six o'clock to go string up for the dance that's starting at nine, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a little concerned about. Remember, I was always around uh, Ron. Uh, he knows because I grew up with. That's when I seen him. O'Neill knows because me and O'Neill from like, have a relationship from from fifteen to about twenty-five. I was always one with X, right? Beside Thrust, and then it's a DJ, so right then Ron. I was always the guy bring the turn to, to, I was at concert hall from two and three in the afternoon every show. So yeah, when the transition yeah, happened, and that's why I see him, I said, "Wow, guy." And no, like, real talk, real like, talk. And yo. Ken, man, what? Three hours, four hours, dude. I tune in to sit. We set up the in fifteen minutes. We were going to party yeah. and mm-hmm. fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, boom, music playing. Yeah. Got everything done. Um, we don't chat. The crew was tired. Everybody knew their job. Tired. Like you know, what I mean, the, the box man had the, the yep. you know, speaker man. And what they had to do? The attitude, you know, the, the, uh, yeah. The attitude for us. We try to kill every sound boy, no matter what. Yeah. Even if we're up there looking normal, we're trying to kill any man out there, any sound, kill any tape. Yeah. 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 We go to the murder. We don't just go to play music. Yeah. Right, Howard? Yeah. We go to the attitude. We want to murder any man, any DJ, anything out there. Yeah. That's the attitude we had. Another secret. As Greg and I got inducted into yeah. the into the into mm-hmm. it, Howard had this book. Oh yes, <laughs> I think he got that from JC. Yeah. We didn't we didn't know anything yes. about beats per minute and how yes, that all worked. BPMs and yeah. BPMs and. Okay. He would pretend he didn't know what he was doing. He'd be, he'd be walking away from the sound system and a sound system of that magnitude and learning about. The bass slapping back, yeah, and not understanding and what yeah. slapback was, yeah. and you, right. a big sound system, and how do you mix? And these are big blends, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah not yeah. DJ. You can't. I didn't call these guys DJs. They're selectors to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Blends, man. Like yeah. Acapella's yeah. going to this records, like you talk phasing records, and exactly. and these guys just turn around and, and remember that part is crazy, man. These guys just back this car, <laughs> and the rest of the crossfade is in the middle. Yeah, yeah man. The crossfade is in the middle. Oh, the long mixer, the range mixer. Yeah. Yo, this mix is the long like this, man. The big man scene, long mixer. It took a long time for us to get the chance to, because yeah. we, we lived in the area, to sneak through the book and realize, okay, he's writing down BPMs and counting it out. 
That's how we had to learn. Were you like physically tapping it out? Like, where? Okay. And writing it down in a black book. No, 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 you have to understand, you understand. Like, oh, no, no, why would you just write it on the records? I hated that. Yeah, not to gas the fuck's head. But yo, what I'm saying is the intricate level that you have to take, the genius level that Howie B used to perform at raised everybody's standard. Like, you know, there's only a couple people that I say it. Tony Blue, Howie D. Jakes, even I put Davey there as the smoothest DJs ever. You got remember you had scratch DJs, right. you had you had performance DJs, then you had blend DJs. Mm-hmm. Right, okay? right, 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 right. To so this right. day, I still say even JC was in there at one time. I don't know what happened, but it's yo, JC. But I'm JC's saying the smooth. Man, no, right. Tony Blue to me was the smoothest of all time. That guy was flawless. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I shout out to Tony Blue, but mm-hmm. you know, but Tony B, he was, he was a who's, performance who's the DJ. Guy's name JC again? is the best for me. Yuri, Yuri. Oh, I don't know, but every first eight. Hey, yeah. So it's like this and that, but it's like no. But I'm saying this technically, I've never man. heard a mistake ever. Yeah. I heard mistakes on everybody. Yeah. But Tony Blue, I never heard. A mistake one time, wow. not one time. That guy was smooth. That's yeah, why I give it to him. I never heard of it. I think skip, like you know, nothing. I'm talking about when that guy blended with flawless. How we see the thing was at that time. It's almost like in sports when, like, do you remember that? You know, it's like the Raptors now. The audience is educated. Yeah. Back then, the audience is just as educated. You know, they can't DJ and do all the shit. The audience is just as educated. They know the second that record goes off, it was like, yo, man, every head turning the party. That's the part that, yeah. that I don't think people understand. If you, mess con- your mix, you mess up on your mix, you're talking, yeah. oh, you see yeah. the thing last weekend, so everyone's top. Yeah. And the same way when you kill a mix, dude, that was like, everybody oh, talks about it. Yeah. For a year, two years, you're talking about, yo, all the time, Howard dropped, blah, blah. Everybody, yeah. ladies too. Because you remember, you were a superstar, yo. Even just yeah, yo, you know, you have, 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 you would be getting jumped because I am this girl I got from Howard. You talked to me. You were a superstar. All the secrets. You were a superstar. You go to any club, they let you in. Yeah, you know, you were a superstar. Like you literally, yo, when you walked in, you know, I got my past just being affiliated with Chick Dynasty. Yeah, and that was like because you guys like we're talking about a run even well. Into the 80s and early 90s and shit, yeah, right? Because yeah. you guys did all the monster jams and all that shit yeah. too. Right? That was the passive torch from Sunshine and, to, and Kilowatt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm saying. That party talked about. You gotta remember, they had a wall long, and they linked up their shit, and then we had ours high and tall. You gotta understand it. It's triple level control. If you all, if you've never been there, it's a triple level. Actually, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ours, we could actually climb up to the next balcony yeah, level to get onto. If you, you know, they had long and wide, we had high and wide, two stacks, yeah. high and wide. You see pictures, people at the concert sitting above the balcony, they're sitting on the speaker. You just sit on the speaker. On the speaker. You know what I mean? Like that, that was my like the It was like a U shaped venue, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See right. the <laughs> I mean, listen, crazy, out of all the, what's, crazy, the, what's your most memorable concert hall jam? You said Rock Him? Yeah, man, Rock Him. Public Enemy, man. Absolutely. For me, Rock Howard. Rock There's so many, though. Rock Him and Run DMC. KRS One. You know one of the craziest ones that no one talks about? Boogie Down Productions. Remember Nice and Smooth? Nice and Smooth was a really good LL Cool J was there. Special Ed came and I beat him on High Top Fade. You know what I mean? We had the High Top Fade thing. I beat him with that. You know what I mean? When LL Cool J came, were you there, Howard? Which one? 
the first time. Very, very first That's time. That's way back, dude. That's when it was rumored it got canceled. When, I didn't go. When he this, came, when Alan Kojic came, he did his concert on the stage, and the audience was on the stage with him. Mm-hmm. That's how many that people is there. Yeah. Maybe like ten people. Word. I said, oh, I, I spoke to him. I said, oh, can I, you know, can I have your uh, when you go change? He says no. I said, can I have your candle? He says no. I said, about a handshake. He goes, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> and it was like right there, and everybody was like right here. But that's because that, that, was, that concert was rumored to be canceled. Was it? That was a nasty I rumor. I didn't go. I remember and X and is, someone else from my school went. So it was on and off shit, and the people were like, yo, that concert got he canceled. He performed like he the was place here. was packed. He was yeah. here, dude. That's why I said, you know what? This guy yeah. is going to go far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't phase him. But special ed was a big one for me special too, personally, man. Team. Special ed, that, that was a the first time we came. came. We got King. 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 We got We got King. We got King. We got We got King. We got King. We got We got King. We got King. So, so yo, let's yeah. tell that story. So that was crazy. Because yo, a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. Like, a lot of New York guys used to come up here, man. Because Toronto was kind of like a breeding ground. Yeah, right. yeah, don't forget yeah. Heavy D too. Oh, yeah, Heavy D too. Yeah, but everybody's in Toronto. A young Big Daddy King when he came up here with Bass Markey. I remember Bass Markey was the main person for the show. But then he introduced and said, "Yo, I have a young rapper here." And it was Big Daddy King, but nobody knew who he was at the time. That's when they did rhyming with this. The record just came out. out. Dude, I remember Ron played it, and they had the Prism. We didn't even know the label, the Prism, Prism label. label, and yeah. rhyming with this, and he performed it that night. They're like, they were, oh, well. you know, yeah. they knew yeah. half the lyrics. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah, that was crazy. Came out and he killed it. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Ron's always. You a know team. who I really like? Ice T. Yeah, I see when I was about to pull off the darling off, put her name off the stage. I I, I I went sorry man sorry I went with the I went with the the attention I said yo I'm gonna pull her off the stage and kidnap that girl man <laughs> oh, yo darling yo oh man but when a lot of groups come here a lot of guys are unprofessional they don't know anything about sound system how to set up their mic how close to be the speaker or whatever right right when I see came that was the most professional guy that I met back then in that time when it comes to music, like how to set up and feedback and stuff like that. Professional, never forget it. Never. Right, right, Show right. was good, on point, cool guy. Mad they cool had a dude. big soundboard uh, front of house. And that's where Darlene was standing. Yeah. A lot of pictures of her, yeah. Darlene, yeah. Yeah. Man. but man. That, I never forget that guy. He was, I'm like, this guy, I can work with this guy. Some yeah. cats, they're just like, turn up the system, turn up, love that, love that, love that. I see, he knew exactly. Mm-hmm. And you see, the thing is, the era of that era, you gotta remember, those were our idols, and we were meeting them. We were with them backstage, wow. hanging, like, you know what I mean? It was right, like, right, right, you know right. what I mean? And yeah, it's like, it was still new. It wasn't yeah. like how it is now, how yeah. it's a business. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, like, right now, these rappers got 20 securities, they yeah. fly in private jets, and half those times these guys were like, driving, 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 driving them the themselves back the over here, and back on the car, you know what I mean? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, salt, pepper, is it morning, morning, yeah. love? Remember salt, yeah. pepper? Now it's going yeah. good. Oh my goodness. Is that? <laughs> no, but the Tifa, we're on the Tifa came. Tifa. Everybody was going nuts. The Tifa came in every man. I got a car, I got a Tifa. 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 I
Oh, every man was like, yo, man. For this one, salt pepper was even crazy, too. Everybody trying to get backstage. You know, probably a picture mass of mine brought the picture. You've seen it from that show with me in the backstage on the couch in the room with me and Salt and Spin. Just like this chilling on the couch. I forgot he even took the picture because he never gave it to me, you know. He gave it to me then. No, me, Paul's crazy. I think what was fortunate for us was because we were doing sound for a lot of these gigs, when we were doing our own parties and we would be like a house party in Pickering or something like that, three, four hundred people would show up to a house party. Cops didn't know how to handle that. If we were DJing in the basement, I remember that one in Chester Lee where we were DJing in the basement and it was like 400 people outside. Yeah. Right, the cops couldn't get down to us. <laughs> to the source, yo, you know, to shut us off. You all ever see that? Remember that Biggie, that Biggie went in the house, and when all of a sudden we were in the house party, yeah. and but you know, you, and they had lineups on thing outside. That's how it was. Mm. We we were DJing on like. Uh, washing machine and the mixer was in the middle or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. cops could not come yeah, downstairs. downstairs. Stop the furnace! Remember one time we went to Hamilton and they, it was a house party and they canceled the party, but people started to come. We pack up our stuff, we're driving to someone else's house. And we had a line of people following. Following, the truck. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't at that one. I heard about that, that one, though. I, I heard about wow. that. Following well, the truck, truck until we reached the party, yeah, to I the next it. house. I there was no internet. You see a roll no car. No texting. Right. right. Like, and word of mouth. People <laughs> just knew. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, Rex had mad cage parties. For those who like those reminiscent of the cage party, you know the cage party, that crazy one he had in his backyard? Yeah, He knows the Rex, the one Kano had, that crazy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same time thing, but these things would just pop off. Because that was supposed to be a block at. Um, Roundtree, yeah, Roundtree Park, yeah, and then boom, and yeah. it got to get bigger than what's oh, that was crazy. No, but you know that's what? That's what I'm saying that's is strong. you gotta understand that the, we, you know, we were a, 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 a New York breeding ground, like you know, we were we're like a, a farm, like we're little New York. We used to have people remember we used to have blockos, we used to have park parties. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They never talk about that scene about, you know, oh, they used to do it out in the park when you know what I'm saying? I'll just say that, like, you know? But we used to do that too. One question. But did no, anybody, it's, it's anybody all get paid? culture, man. Did anybody get paid? Depends. <laughs> I know some people got paid. Some people got paid. No one can. You know, it was for the love. Yeah, right, right. So yo, did, none of you guys did radio? Like, did you guys ever have like? Yeah, the first hip hop show in Queens, Ron Nelson. No, the first hip hop show in Canada was Howie D. I used to follow him. Show still gone. Mastermind. Yeah, you got Mastermind. Mastermind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, you gotta give that credit. That's hip hop history like he was right there. On that. Oh, Mastermind. But that's also oh, on tape. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to What's say, every coin was Nelson. No, it was Howie D. I'm gonna no, say it for the records. Howie D was the first hip hop show. Was yeah, it? You heard? Yeah. Hold on. Wasn't Ron Ron before you on yeah, that well, station? Yeah, but Ron Ron's show was it wasn't a hip hop. Yeah, it wasn't a hip hop. Yeah, it was a rock. It was everything. It was everything, but he played a little bit of hip hop. And Ron Nelson, but no, the first hip hop show was Howie D show. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ron used to play hip hop on the radio. Exactly. Okay, but Ron would have been the first to play hip hop on the radio here. 
consistently in a, in a sense consistently consistent yes, yes. okay 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 that's the first but his show was the fantastic voice I think it was and the John Fetter right but he had but, but it was a it was a it was a significant part of the show but Howard show was the first Direct two-hour jam for yeah. this hip hop show. No R and B. No not credited. No blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm stand up right? to this day. I'm a stand up. A lot of men on this table right in this this thing right now were not credited for, and not that it matters, but not credited for the right things in Toronto. I just said without Shik Dynasty, a lot of things wouldn't happen. Just like you know, Ron else, a lot of things wouldn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, without yeah, Shik Dynasty, yeah. a lot of things, things wouldn't have happened happen. in the city. Right. 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 Okay. Well, talk let's, about let's it, man. Talk. Like, you know what I mean? As I said, the first hip-hop show, like, you know, you know Black Holes. I, like. I was at, um, see Kellen one day, and Ron says, hey, there's this, there's this kid, um, he does a uh, pause button. Master button. Tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. So he's like, yeah, you should meet him, you know, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a radio station up at the, he's going to have a radio station up at the CHOI. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll meet him then. Okay. Right? So I met the guy. Uh, and he says, yeah, I'm going to have a radio station, but I'm going to do a radio show up at uh, CHRY. It's not, it doesn't have an antenna, it's just for the college. I'm like, uh, you know, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember superstar status, man, it's like Chuck. Oh, you know, we had the tight, you know, you know, they're running the city, right? You know what I mean? Right, Yo, right, big right. eagle, big head, big eagle. <laughs> D- deserved, but... <laughs> I, I, no, I, at that time, because it was still... Cause CIUT was going to Buffalo, almost New York, and then yeah. Power Move would go that far too. So relatively, but when CHY started, started murmuring, most of the rap was like, "Oh, CHY, yeah. hey, it's just it local, it was local in campus." Yeah. 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 So it's not trying to. It was, so it was just in the campus. So I'm like, uh, uh, I'm not really, uh, nah. So it's like, eventually, it's gonna after a month, it's gonna they're gonna have an antenna, and it's gonna go around like Jane and Finch and around. Yeah, that Rexta, I remember yeah. Yeah. Could get it from Rexta. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And he goes, yeah, they're gonna have uh, two twelve hundreds in the mixer. I'm like, where? I have to bring my stuff. Right, that was major. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to create. You got to stop. How major was that? That was major. Yeah, because right? we were the first station to do that. Right, that was the first station to do that. Remember, Ron Nelson didn't have. Yeah, he had to bring his own shit. Right? Yeah, he, actually, he used the the stations. Mixing board, Shot mixing yeah, boards, yeah, yeah. and the yeah, because the turntables are there, and the mixing board was real over here. Yeah, slide, 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 yeah. If you knew the radio yeah, station, you know the radio yeah. station, he was yeah. over here. He'd put the needle on here, and he'd have to slide <laughs> all the way over here <laughs> to mix. Yeah. Right. I'm loving this. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I never say this, but I'm loving this one. <laughs> I never say this in record, but I'm loving this one. Keep going, slide. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> we did, we did the show, right? Um, it was pretty good. You were a mastermind? Yeah. But uh, there were certain problems. <laughs> okay. okay. Right? Uh. I don't know if it was... He, he was a young guy. Right? He was really young. His voice was very, really high. Just, you know. He was only like 15 that time, 16? He was really young when he Yeah, he was really, he was really... 16? Right. Shout out mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, was, he was a young guy. But he didn't really know... <laughs> At that time, that's my time, that's my ex. Work. Because, okay. One of the things is, right, when, I, when we first started doing the show, right, I, I didn't tell him this, but I went around to Jan and Fish and I told all those guys, yeah, you know, there's going to be a radio station there coming up, right? 
Okay. Come on up whenever you want. I told Bill and all those guys. Because that's how 80.1 was. Like, you can come up, man. Right? Yeah. I want to see Carolyn. <laughs> you got a free pass, whatever you feel like. Yeah. Just come up. Yeah, I said, yeah, you know. They got a radio station. All these, these guys are the radio station. It's going to be hip hop. Whatever you guys want, come on by. Right? Don't, don't, you know, don't just ask. Just come on by. <laughs> right? So those guys will come by. Bill and those, uh, Bill and those guys will come by and they'll just kind of be curious. Right? But Mastermind, uh, he wasn't too happy with that. But I'm like, just, just chill, just leave those guys alone, you know. But I'm telling you, know, Bill, just. You, know, just. you gotta explain these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, actually, the name that's when I did that song, Rage. Yeah. Okay, that's Bill. Bill Facey. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. people who know Bill Facey, you know, they know <laughs> real <Bill> rude boy. <laughs> so real thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> big up, big up, big up, big up, Desert man. Yeah. Like, so, Dreamwires would come by. And this is like the original Dreamwires. Yeah. Right? And there was like, <coughs> there was like 10 of them. Right? But a lot of them would come by the station, they'd hang out, make spots, whatever. I just said, you know, just, just guys just understand the deal. But a mastermind, he was like, oh, why are you guys coming up here? Blah, blah. What he didn't really understand is that. If you had, if you opened a radio station in Flemmo, and you told us we couldn't come in there. <laughs> we go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, right. right. Grand opening, <laughs> grand closing. That sounds right? like that. That sounds like they were trying to open up the studio in Flemmo and saying, you ain't half, what? Yeah. half of the Flemmo rappers couldn't couldn't record there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When we had parties, that'd be the last try yeah. that. Try that. So the door person, try it for that's a minute. We used to hire the bad guys from in the neighborhoods. Yeah. Right. So we had trouble. So no one would We'd hire all the bad guys from um, Regent Park, mm-hmm. wherever, yep. and they would man the door. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you gotta, you know, if we ever talk about that, you gotta understand, like, Man, like, you know, Brenton and Desmond and, Mark you know what I mean? But before that, you know, listen, <laughs> even before it was official that I could walk through the door and feel the way when man would point you out and say, come, we were affiliated. So we would get the respect. Huh? Right. I'm 13, 14 years old. Yeah, we used to lift boxes and leave and go home. And then come and well, you're getting, you know, you're right, in the shower and get fresh and come back. And you, it'll be big thing. So... I remember this time, I, I can't remember what concert it was, but I learned that you don't push a man in, you pull a man forward. To, if you want to bounce it, they had them big, big men. And I remember Brendan Desmond and them walked up to the door, and they're, they're, they're big men, and they all, the whole Flemmo crew. And all they heard was, yo, we're coming in here, you know. Man say, yo, you gotta pay. We're coming in, you know. <laughs> right? So all these things, you see, you see, shabba, grab a man. I'm talking about those muscle-bound men. Them men weren't bad, they were just big. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And he, they were thinking they were getting pushed in. No. no. All they did, he grabbed them, mm-hmm. pulled them forward, and then, yo, the Red Sea part. Then you see men going downstairs, and then also them men rushing. That was the art of entering a party. Every time you had to push in, no, you're oh, pulling, you right? Because Pull forward. Flemmo was the always good at Security, like, Mark Force. Yes. Yeah, Mark yeah. Force. Yeah. You know what thing about Flemmo? Coming through inside the party? Yeah. That was the one area you could never stop from getting in the party. <laughs> <laughs> 
Region, well, region was good too. Yeah. But region was always heavy because they were always downtown. Yeah. But Flevo, like you think it was, they always you can't stop that guy. It's, guys know, come, it's like a certain twelve guys. What, what, what are you talking about? Though? They're coming in. <laughs> they're coming in. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm yeah, coming in. Though. It's like yeah, a train, yeah, man. Yeah, the train's I'm coming any time. What I'm saying is, it was funny. In certain, in most of those areas, there's rules. Right. And right. Right. We have our rules, and probably everybody knows the rules in every other neighborhood. But Mastermind, you didn't really understand. Damn, yeah. <laughs> you know? was like, yo, what is this? I'm gonna say, you're right, being right, polite, right. but the man was nice. He was nice. And he was young. Power. And he was young, though. He was 16 with a lot of power. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was hyped. He was, he was, yeah. he had, you know, you had, you had, you had, you had Howie on the show, so he's like, you know what I mean? You have, you have a, a show, you understand? Yeah. He was like, well, even he, our interview, he was guest. We interviewed him, and yeah. even we were talking about that, like a lot of us, mm. we interviewed him, we were saying, we're just kids, dude. Like yeah. a lot of us were yeah. like, Exactly, 16, yeah, 17, with yeah. some like power situation. So you know, what would you do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably could be a lot even worse than that, really. Yeah, but you know, you know, there's there's there's, there's parties that some of us have been to where we shouldn't. Have somebody come somebody doesn't understand the rules. Yeah. Right. A certain man, like a deep, like say for instance, a DJ will put on a song, and a dread will be watching him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and the dread will come yeah. over. The dread will come over. None of that. <laughs> I'm gonna want you that. Yo, think about the brazenness of a dread. You can't do nothing. When a dread walk up and take your your your, your hip hop record, <laughs> and you're, or you're, you're, you know, they take the record out and you have to change the music on the spot. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Gunman. I can say that never happens yeah. to me ever. <laughs> I've never seen that. I've seen yeah. it. No, I've seen not seen that. I see yo every every. I, I don't it. know, but I've never seen, I I seen the record. Every, every, every oh. DJ I've got seen the needle. Oh, yeah, I've seen the needle tons of times. Yo, every DJ, every DJ got punked. I don't care what. When they don't want to hear something, the man will walk up and say, "Keep the bad guys around you." So when that dread comes, he's gonna get his ass bust up. Yeah, no, but right. You know what? That's why we were we were just talking about this party here. That was a turning point for a lot of us. What part are you talking about? Um, this is a party we did in Flemo. Power Jam. And where you were talking about, we used to hire the Regent Park yeah. uh, as our security. And this is where the Stop the Violence, Rod Nelson self destruction okay. came after yeah. this party. Right? Someone, um, that's the night, that's when, that's when someone, the kid died. That was the baseball. Yeah. That the baseball, the baseball bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a I turning point. Yeah, this this party dude. right here. I heard here, that yeah. crack, man. I remember, I remember that. that. I remember to that. this day, that I heard that crack in my head. I can remember the sound of that baseball hat hit. I didn't see it. Nobody in here side. You know what we saw me? You didn't see it. But that was one of those guys. That was one of those messed up stories of somebody outside of Flemmo coming into Flemmo too. It wasn't somebody. I heard. I wasn't there. I don't remember who was around too. Yeah, I I always missed that. I stayed home. I remember hearing that crack. I was dressed. I turned around and I said, "I got a bad baseball bat hitting that guy's head and hearing that crack." I remember that. It's one of those things I'll remember for the rest of my life. It was imprinted. But you know, one, one that's when things, Ron went off in the we, video. That was we, yeah, one of the after that. Yeah, that was the power of right yeah. Is Mike C. Mike C. Oh, Mike okay. C. And yeah. even Greg, right? Because yeah. a lot of the neighborhoods that we went to, something might have happened. But Mike, Mike C. would make sure and call ahead, talk to the, the certain heads exactly. in the neighborhood to see, you know, you know, gunman, you know, freshies or whatever, just cool. drug man, just hey, just we're coming to, just cool. Give us a sense. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because you guys are just going to play music. Yeah, we're just going to play records, you know. 
when well it's right? true and those guys they don't really get the credit but yep. Maxi Greg G yep. they said a lot of things that's how the parlay has to go these background stories Parties wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for man like Mike C. They would have been done. Yep. You know, because we were going to house parties in, in areas yeah. and where we're from Flamo. Fractions. We're not supposed to be in that area, but someone hired us to play their house party. The, right, the crews right, around yeah. there and the people they'd be upset because three, four hundred people would show up to the jam, mm-hmm. right? And we pulled them there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there was, one, there was one time it was a Driftwood Community Center. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we had to go up there. Driftwood is charging for everything. So, <laughs> is that when they overturned <laughs> Ron's car? No, 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 no. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> I know, I even started that over. You were heard, oh. yeah. <laughs> 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 you were wild. Remember speaking that's, that's, cowboy, remember cowboy? Yeah, yeah. cowboy. Yeah. That guy was a character too, man. Yeah. Cowboy, hey man, remember oh, cowboy? Yeah. So we went up to the fish, right? Shit. And we were kind of like skittish a little bit because we're in like we're in what? powerhouses, yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. And at that time, there was only two crews, us and powerhouse. Yeah. That was DTS when you said yeah, of course, right? right? And we didn't like each other. No, 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 you're not even, you're under, you're understating that. Before you go on, you have to understand, it was a real, like, you know how it was the Lakers against Boston, or, you know, New York against Chicago, like, it was a real hate. Real hate. Like, you, real yo, hate. listen, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. hate, it was like, yo, when, when we come, we come for war, like, no love. You know what I mean? Come no love. Our plugs out of the sound. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing about Chick Dynasty, no matter where we went, we still felt love. So, yeah. No, but I'm talking about against sound system, yeah, yeah, sound system. Yeah, we it was a real war. You know, something there. It was a war. It was a, yo, you're, going, you're in the middle of Kuwait. But you know war. what? The funny Shout thing out to is, DTS. <laughs> the funny thing is, after all that's finished and you meet these yeah. guys and you talk to them, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, Odeo, I am married when you play that music, but I couldn't say anything at the time. I Stuff after the fact, right? I went, to, I went to England. I went to one of my aunt's house in England. I saw one of those guys picture in the house. They all related. I'm related to this guy. I'm like, oh my god! And then when I came back and I told him, he's like, oh, you fucking. But go on with your story, man. Yeah. So we played a we played a drift foot, right? We were all on this. We were all on this right? But we played. The night's finished. Right? We're like, oh fuck! Nothing happened. Right? So this kid comes up, right? This little kid comes up. He goes, hey, uh, you guys played pretty good. You know? I'm like, yeah, thanks. He goes, but don't forget, this is a powerhouse in the neighborhood, eh? But no, we're like, you know what, as I said, we're the most memorable, and I'm going to bring that up about the cave, but we're deciphering the cave. Yeah. Wait, 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 yeah. first, first, I have to give it, we have to name some of those sound crews from back in the day that don't get mentioned. You know, like Sound Rebound, Atomic Force. Sound Rebound, uh, Atomic Force, that was Paradise 2, Illusion, uh, Imagination, <laughs> who else was there? Um, and rest of peace to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> TKO, all those guys, you know what I mean? Big up Barry, big up Barry Booth. Yeah, yeah. All those guys, you know what I mean? That guy's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why. 
they're like, yo, you guys were just rifling it off real quick, like a cave and fucking like. Uh, Party center. Uh, all the old venues, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Yo, Does anybody what? remember the bomb in the cave? Anybody? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Nobody else remembers the party center. But no, the same. But the, that's what, what we're saying. The, the cave, there was two different ends. It was, remember, the... the Okay, <laughs> New Year's Eve, there were two jams, and I'm gonna say, the, oh. there was a bomb scare at the cave, that was like in the summer. Okay. But the confusion, because remember, this is 30 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. But you had the, there's a man, I don't, you will tell the, the bomb scare, I'll tell, I'll tell the, the New Year's Eve where it's TKO, I think it was Sunshine, TKO, Kilowatt, and Shake Dynasty, and you had to pull down the box. You had to pull down your box in the middle of the jam. It was a battle, four-way battle. It was, it was all right. We're going for kingship. This is official. Yo, you remember that? No. Greg G. <laughs> it was Greg G. It's sunshine. Yeah, it was. I'll say it was sunshine. You might be right. You know, Kilowatt. It was a New Year's Eve, stuff. and it was like yo, the the king, the what kingship. Like you know, what I mean, I'll never forget that because that's when all the bottles were thrown. Mm-hmm. Because what happened was, I can't remember who the last song was, but TK was there, I remember Sunshine was there, and I think it was Kilowatt, and it was shit. And you, it was the ultimate disrespect. Because what happened was, you gotta remember, you, you have 400 kids packed up in this club, and you're witnessing men getting their sound dissed, you have to pull down the box in the middle of the club while other crowds are battling. It was song for song for song. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you lost Get the crowding, you had to pull down your you box your and box leave the dance. <laughs> leave the dance in the middle of the dance. That's crazy. Man. That was and that was the ultimate disrespect. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, this was for the, this was for the final. You know, imagine you have to unplug your boxes, you know what I mean? Break it down and leave the party done. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so you know, press the button, Ken. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I remember it got down. I think it was. I think it was TKO. Or it was, or maybe it was Powerhouse. Maybe it was Powerhouse. Was the bomb? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I'm talking about I the breakdown. <laughs> but it got down. It was in this, the cave was at Oakwood and Vaughn. Yes. So yeah. <clears throat> you gotta remember. It's like yo, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Was that and the 7-Eleven happened? Yeah, 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 upstairs. And then I would have really downstairs. Downstairs was the reggae. That's the, I know exactly. And what happened was, though, no, but what happened was that it was sabotaged because it came down. I think it was, and maybe it was Powers. What did he kill? I can't remember. But what happened was that men was not going to get shut down and give shit the crown. Because what happened now was Greg G were playing reggae at the time and Greg G was was killing them, was killing them. And then all of a sudden you see this bottle come sending. I'm like, yo. <laughs> it sailed through the air. I remember watching this thing in slow motion, just terminally in the air, a you know, bottle, and bust upon Shik's wall. Man was not having that. There was not a glass left in that place. We were all picking up the cases. Like the Western movie. You know what I mean? Most and yo, it was that. And I was saying that that was the crowning. That was the crown. That New Year's Eve was the crown and affair with shit. Yeah. Did we even have double Dub plates, yeah. No double plates, just selection. Wow. Yeah, no double plates. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That was the crowning, the crowning achievement. That was like the, the yo, you're king of the city. 
efficient because they were still man. They were, they were, they were, they were, it was undoubtable. The sound, but this was like you have to tear down the four top sound. You have to tear down the sound in the middle of that, and the last sound standing is the king. And great, you was bad on the reggae then. Yeah, yeah man, you can like, talk about them days. You know, <laughs> you know. Yo, tell the story you were telling the earlier bomb, about the, the bomb. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah New yeah, Year's. Yeah. Ron Nelson, Chick Dynasty, upstairs. <clears throat> All I remember, smoke. Fill the whole place. Pipe <laughs> <coughs> bomb. Mm-hmm. Blow a hole in the wall and mash up this girl's leg. What? Right? Uh-huh. So people are going crazy, right? Smoke clears. I never forget this. I don't know who this guy was. I remember his name at the time, but he had a knife like this long. Everybody ran to one side, and he's on one side by himself, and the sound system's off to the corner. Bomb, you know. And he's running down the crowd with a knife yeah. and just stabbing, stabbing people yeah, stabbing and run people. back. Yeah. And now yeah. we're down in the yeah, corner. Yeah. Real terrorist attack. And now the crowd starts <laughs> just raining bear balls at this guy. So we roll up this table amongst us. Smash, smash, smash. Mm-hmm. Back and forth for a good, I'll say 20 minutes. He's running back. That's what I said. The and at the time, people are trying to get out. There's so much people in there. so packed. He's couldn't get out. And he's running down and stabbing people like this. Yeah. Running back. Beer ball, beer ball. Cops wouldn't come in. We're still hiding. Hiding. Hide me and Greg G in that time were behind the sound system. Eventually, the cops came in, <laughs> draped them up outside. Party done, party done, everything done. I think we never did a party around Nelson after that again. Mm-hmm. I never yeah, forget that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Pipe that bomb went off in the club. Pipe bomb, dude. No, that's why I say there's a confusion between the two because both New Year's Eve, yeah. it was the South and then it was the pipe bomb one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the only thing. Yo, that's a real terrorist attack, you know. If you think about it, that was a terrorist attack. A bomb and man was randomly stabbing people. Yeah, was that a cave? Yeah. yeah. Upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Yo, there's a lot of parties we, we should have not walked the party away from. center. <laughs> yeah. Now we were talking about that earlier before you came. <laughs> there's another building and it's round. You there for that fight there? Yeah. We had to flip the tables like Roadhouse. Were you there for that? I hate that place. Oh, that was the craziest thing ever. I swear I don't know how that floor trampoline did not. We got scared. You were there with the Asian gang, man. Asian gang went out with some Wol- some Wolner guys like Elvis and some of the men are for Wolner and you know some of these guys no. guy. Yo, that was crazy. But anyway, no, no, stories, but yeah, stories, but man. no, but yeah, stories, stories, man. There's a lot of yo. Remember, uh, no names, but the I was saying, aya, boom, and you know what I mean? In party center, and then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, we talk about these third outside. Like, yo, I swear them, they, there was no ceiling left. The amount of gunshots that were in the ceiling. There was no party center ceiling left. Just where was I? Oh. <laughs> in the other corner. No, no, no. party center had so many little. Yeah, no, yeah. Every, every party center, every, like each neighborhood had, had a little area, yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. That's what I said. So if we knew, and, you could. Yeah, and we in Flemington, we're at our own little spot, right? Yeah. And if something would kick off, Sean Iyer would. You have to say the name, <laughs> sir. Winchester. We were trying to like. As soon as he said that, everybody knew the clear. We knew what was going to happen. Right? We were like, hey, don't do that. (laughs) No, but no, 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 no. I remember that guy, yo, listen, I the one, we were amongst a lot of them, but that's the one time I was scared because we're in region territory. They rolled deep, we rolled deep. 
And I don't remember that it was, it was like, it was a, literally a standoff. Like the OK Corral, like man line up. There's a space right between you. There was a no man zone. No yeah. man up. Flemo, jungle one side, Regent next side. Space in the middle. Space. And then you hear Regent pop off. With, uh, it must have been a 22 or 38 something. Go pop, pop, pop. That's why the tools would have to be coming inside. inside yeah, inside. right. Yeah. And then, 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 yeah. then, then, then I, I think it was Gary. I uh, went. I'm here to get Gary. You see, you see this Uzi pull up. <laughs> Yo, confetti coming down from the thing. What? Then you see another man pull out another gun. Boom, 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 boom. Seen it go down. Then you hear Austin the dance done see, when so Winchester walked in. <laughs> Kerwin. Winchester. Kerwin used to be our man, just like stand right in front. Because yeah. he was our age, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? Kerwin. That's what Kerwin's That's what parties start to die. Yeah. 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 At that point, we were moving into uh, the, the the club nightclub type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we started Focus doing this like spectrum. Okay, Hagermans. That was you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. that. It's kind of like graduating now. A little, yeah. little, we're a little older and to think a little different right. and, and transitioning over to the different. The, the music was changing. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. we we didn't realize how dangerous a house party was. That's what I'm saying. You should not have walked away from something. and we weren't scared. But there was. Yeah, people in the middle like, cause the, we had no it was like hip hop was kind of had its run, and then that late eighty, and then dance hall seemed really, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Food. But it was the yeah, people's even, mind. Even. They always in Toronto like dance hall, dance hall. But I said, if you're really in Toronto in the eighty, like, dude, like I said, it was like hip hop had like yeah. an eight, seven year run, and then it was like going that transition, right? We started and then see, like, 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 you went to concert hall. What were you going to see? Yeah, yeah. You want to see no, but that's what I'm saying. Is you had the Geno right? Fields, which yeah. still prevalent. No, but you, you know what I'm saying with the mass. I'm talking about big, everything else is always there. I'm talking about what it was like running, and then right near the end, like the '89, '90, that's how really started to go. Wow, and then the scene started to really, and it started spread, right? And that's the image people have of really Toronto, especially when it comes to hip hop. People don't understand, like, yo, there's a bunch of us too, like here, like me, you, yo, like. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of like when your guys era comes in, like the U and X's and them guys, and like mm-hmm. we were even around, like, we after, were around for their time. No, too, I, know, right? I know, I know, I know, but that's but what I'm saying. X was because X was 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 asked these guys. Then X was like DJing from then too. Yeah, yeah. 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 X and O'Neal, yeah. X was a new like. Is what yeah, I mean, we were doing you know what I mean? for live at the barbecue, barbecue right yeah, yeah, yeah. on Oxford Street. Mastermind yeah, yeah. and X. That's why Howard is Mastermind and X. A lot of DJs don't have this. They have a lot. They were like really at 15, 16. Yeah. The they last were like party a, I did. They were like doing things in, at shows and in the circuit. I was with Chick Dynasty. I did a, my own promotion at uh, Party Center, and I hired X. And guess who X brought with him? Oh. Didn't pay him a penny. Starting from scratch, scratch. as a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, word. I remember okay. he came yeah. in. And then X stood there. He came in. Guy played every new song that I was out at the time. Every new song, he dropped a bam, bam, bam. They looked up at each other like, what the fuck are we going to play now? <laughs> and that was it. Last yeah. time I seen that guy. Next thing I know, boom, starting from scratch everywhere. Yeah, the scratch came from like, right that. at the end of 89, yeah, 90. Right there. Right? And then Just he was in a group before Was it Hachi so. that brought him up? Didn't give him a pen. Um, I'm not sure. Him and what's the name? Villain and what's the other DJ? There's a couple of those guys. That's when he all that scratch DJ. Oh, he just came up. Apollo. No, Villain and there's another dude, man. Ah oh, man, he used to go to conferences and would get scared when he showed up, man. Anyways, always a, 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 a DJs, man. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. uh, I, I need to finish that CHRY story. Okay. Because <laughs> 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 there seems to be some discrepancy about what really happened. 
Okay. Right? So, like I said, those problems, right? So, I, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I really can't deal with this. Right. Because at that time, I was doing that, I was doing Chick Dynasty, I was doing production for Beat Factory. Right, that's right, because you produce as well, too, man. Yeah, the stuff I did, everybody else was cool. Working with this guy was cool. Working with him, doing Chick Dynasty was cool. And dealing with this guy, it was like really kind of, it was like work. Right. <laughs> right? But I wasn't getting paid. So I just, I said, you know what? Because you know, <laughs> it was like, I, okay, I've had enough. Right, so I went to the station manager. I said, look. This is kind of like work. You gotta let me do it for the love. You know, you're not getting paid for this, man. I'm not getting paid for this. I come up here once a week, and there's like a million questions every day, right? In a time where you couldn't give away your secrets, didn't want to give away your secrets, didn't want to give away records, and man's asking you questions. So, you know? So, so I said to the station manager, uh, his name was Connor at the time. I go, look, dude, this is. I'm like. One of us has to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, but I have a whole bunch of stuff I on the go. On the, the go, you know, I'm doing the beat factory. I'm making money. I was, I was better making money with Chip Nasty. I'm getting girls. Hey, we're getting girls. Yeah, so that's pay, why you did it. So pay, pay it off, right? <laughs> so, so he says, "Well, look, dude, um, it, it's his show." So I'm like, "All right, I'm out." So I just quit. Nice Word, thing. okay. And I walked out, never looked back. And I, I, I heard that interview, but you know what? Me and these guys were family, right? right. He's a guy I just had to work with, right? right. At the end of the day, me and these guys might have beef, but we're all going to come back together. Because you're family. Right. To my family. They look out for me. Did you guys ever do radio after that or yet or no? I've done, I've done, I've done probably <laughs> every form yeah. of yeah. radio. Yeah? yeah. 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 CHRY for like 10 years. Yeah. Show still on there. I gave it to Michael Clark. Okay, DJ word. Knight Rider. Uh-huh. Word. And he's still running it today. Yeah. Like he was even doing had... radio, like I said, pirate radio. Pirate over radio in, in England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. England. <laughs> we were <laughs> talking about that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was 105.5 for a while, and then yeah. and 107. So Every, everybody was on a show at one point or another, or like, you know, done radio. That's what I said, like, a lot of history, you know, comes out of this. Like, yeah. we were doing really, uh, on the street with Son of Son. The gentleman yeah. just mm-hmm. What's his name again? John Brodsky. Brodsky. Mm-hmm. He shot our first video. When after okay. we, I went to production myself, also. Mm-hmm. Also. Okay. We did a, a dance song, and um, for much music, you had to submit it, and they would pick you and then give you like ten grand to make a video. Farley Flex was sitting on the team, and he heard it, and he goes, "I recognize that." So he picked the song, and he actually shot the video for us. But he has a connection with Maestro and I'm from way back before. Oh, yeah. I used to be Maestro's first DJ before he was Maestro Fresh West. Okay, when it was him and everybody. It was called uh, Vision. It was Maestro and uh, another guy, I forgot his name. Marlon. Marlon and me. Okay, right. Picture in the bedroom, and then all of a sudden, Maestro just went to the States, and boom, that was it. <laughs> he, he, came, he came to me one day and he goes, Hey, we're, uh, we're doing this, uh, we're going to enter this rap contest at. Uh, it was RPM, but it was something else back. Fresh, with, fresh. Yeah, called Fresh. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Jonathan Gross was doing the promotion. He was probably the first promoter that did hip hop parties. Hmm? 
Gross Productions. This is before Ron was doing it. Okay, word. Uh, stuff. I think he brought up uh, UTFO. So Moisha says, uh, we're doing this rap contest. Uh, we, need a, we need a DJ because the other guy, Greg, I think he was doing something that day and he couldn't do it. So I said, okay. Uh, we did it. We came in first place. Uh, <laughs> we demolished everybody. <laughs> it was great because Austin, Chick Dynasty, and Maestro, we go way back. Yeah, even mm. even when they were doing things, I was in the studio with Hutchie and him, and then when they were at, at, at um, Denison and the studio, where was it? Denison and I know the studio. Yeah, I remember it's off Denison on um, the steel case on steel case. Yes, yeah, so maybe not steel case. I remember it's off Denison it and two, and Woodbine. Woodbine two twins that rented. Yeah, yeah, the two twins. Yeah, first defense. First defense. Peter and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Before the first recording, we're in there. Hutchie, it was me, Hutchie, the twins, and the other. Big song when they took take control. Yeah, man. Those guys, we gotta get though. Those guys are so ahead of time. Even Peter and Anthony, man, they did all that white shit. They did all that stuff, and even when you went. To yeah. their house, you guys know yeah. the way they worked. They were like, you know what it was like. They were like on that Pharrell, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, like yeah, back yeah. then, dude. When you're in the presence, you I was like, wow, these guys are like. The way they use the machine, and dude. They, just not, they remake wow. um, Take Genius. Control, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what I said. In the studio, yeah. the way they when they were doing that, Take Control. Yeah, in the studio when that mix, and that was like. I, I was the exception when that was there. Yeah, man. The inception, like, you know, there's a lot of history that we could bring to the table, like, you know what I mean? I said, the can control. That went across the country, then into the world, take control remakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was there. I, yeah. I saw them yeah. working on that. Yeah. You know, I, I got I to tell the story, because nobody knows about the story. I told it to, to Richard. He, he, he didn't believe it. Right? So, one, uh, we went, me and Mishy went to the New Music Seminar. Okay. Right? And First Priority Records had a suite in the Hyatt Hotel. And that's where the seminar was, was based. Okay. Right? So First Priority says, uh, you know what? Uh, you guys can stay in the suite. Right? So I'm like, sure. So we're staying in the suite. And one of the guys from First Priority says, um, one of the guys, I think it was, I don't know if it was special care. One of them, he says, hey, uh, we're going to throw a party in the suite. I'm like, uh, no, because our stuff is there, right? We'll get robbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So he's like, no, 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 everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. So the room's packed. And, I, and De La Soul were in there. This is when their, first, when their 12 inches stuff came out. And there's this girl in there, right? And this girl, she's kind of thick. Right. Okay. So I said to one of those guys for first part, I go, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to that girl because she's kind of <laughs> thick. Uh, <laughs> I like girls with me. Right, right, right. So he goes, uh, I don't think so. But I go, no, 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 she's cute, mm-hmm. and she, she, me, right? And I'm like, <laughs> so he's like, no, I don't think anything's gonna happen because uh, you know it's not gonna work. So he says, uh, it ends up, it was. Queen Latifah. So one uh, one day, um, I went down to uh, First Priority Records, the office, and I'm hanging out with all those guys there. Uh, I took pictures of everybody. Light was there because if you if you're on First Priority, you have to also do label work. 
Okay, you know? I didn't know that. So a lot of those guys were in there and they had desk jobs, right? So I'm sitting there talking to uh, Nat Robinson, the owner of the record label. He says to me, hey, Howard, do you want to go out to dinner? I go, okay. He goes, uh, Russell Simmons is coming. So I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I guess I'll come. Here. So we go to this restaurant and we meet Russell there. Ask me what the conversation was about. I couldn't tell you because I was I was, I was In awe, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Right? So eventually he Russell gets called away for something else. So Nair Robinson turns to me and goes, Hey Howard, guess what? Uh, you know that song um, you did, the uh, Victory's Calling? And on this mic, he goes, We didn't really want to put that out, it's a twelve inch. I'm like, Really? He goes, No, we didn't we wanted to put out uh one more. One more is a challenge. Yeah, he said, we want to put that song out. But he said, Ivan said, because of the regular influence in Canada, he said those two songs would be better. Better, yeah. Right. So he ended up putting those out. Instead of Hip hop history. One more. Wow. He didn't yeah. track one more from Ishii. And we tell you, to this day, I don't even tell you this, dude. That is one of my favorite songs. And I remember me, rest in peace, and Frankie. You know what's Frankie's favorite song, eh? Huh? Yeah, some Frankie. Yeah, man, yeah. Frankie Blackout. Black, you know me, Black Frankie. Guy. There, DRK. Listen, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yo, this track, cause the rich people had it. You remember you let a few of us had get it. Mm. Cause we used to beg you, man. We used to beg Howard. You know, it's like Howard the Bag of Records. Yeah. He's like Howard, man. Let's get, come on, just give us a copy, man. Just give us a copy, cause he'd always play it for you. Probably share it, man. You couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Off you still have all that stuff? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. You I'm see? Not, I'm not sure. Oh, brother. We, we won't go there. We won't talk about you that one. Your collection is gone? Your collection is gone? Anyway, that was a good interview. Do you know how I want to get a copy? You want to hold on to mine? I still have everything. Are you guys also like actively DJing and making music? Well, uh, why don't we all do that? I'll be yeah. in my basement for my two kids. <laughs> request all the time. Well, yeah. Rich, you yeah. Richard, Richard's been active was yeah, over time. I'm actually, right now, I'm actually working with a, a 17-year-old artist. Um, and I'm doing some stuff for TV as well. Too. Word. But you never touched on... See, Richard could be his own... His own... His own... Over the span yeah. of stuff, because people know. Cause Cause you know you're involved with a lot of stuff. That a lot of people don't know that you're involved. You know, from what I know, you know like, what I mean. Which, which, like, oh, some like TV like on a mass level, like, like a, TV stuff. You mean TV artists, all kinds of little projects. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. Beef your hands been beef yeah. Even outside, even after you left beef there's a lot of yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, uh, a lot tons of stuff. of stuff I've done. Like there's a show called uh, Oh the Game Show. I don't know if you guys ever heard. Right. It's it was on uh, YTV. Yeah. I don't know if you get, uh, anybody knows her. Anyways, I did the music. I, I did the op- the rap to the opening theme. That's me. Like I said, he's that guy. Like so, he, so, he probably knows so, stuff. Like he, every time so, I see him, I'm like, oh, that's you. Take you on a rap. Oh, that's you. Make you proud. There's always something new around the corner. Gotta play a little. Oh, break it down to the beat. Six. Time for a treat. It's a dance. You try to compete. No, I couldn't do that. You say what you're gonna do? Oh, you know what? I'll tell you, when did this guy talk on the phone? But me and him were like Beat Factory. And he would say something, and it was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> funny, funny story how my TV career began. Um, I was in the uh, Ron Nelson's basement, and uh, this, this is literally when the light bulb went on. I was like, hey, fuck. 
I didn't even I didn't even know you could make music for TV. Like I was just like been getting a band or playing on stage, and so I'll never forget it. We Dream Warriors were in, in in the studio and we were doing this thing. This uh, this this producer from YTV came down. He wanted to do an interview, right? So they're there talking about oh, so what's it like? And so after the interview, a guy by the name of Rick Watts, he's a producer at YTV, says, "Hey, have you ever thought about?" doing music for TV. I'm like, no, what's that all about? Real loud. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, oh, you can create a, actually I'm working on a show. It's called uh, It's Alive for YTV. We're looking for an opening theme. I'm like, okay, cool. And so I gave it to him and he's like, oh, this is amazing. And so anyways, I did all the music for that show. And then out of It's Alive came, uh-oh, which was a spinoff of It's Alive. Right. And he asked me to create mm -hmm. something for Uh-Oh, and that's what, you know, I did all the music, and da, 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 da. and that's how that all started. And then I got into doing stuff for cartoons with Nelvana and, and Sick. some yeah. some some that's crazy the, shit. The good money is at. And then Rick, Rick sort of followed, followed me around throughout his career, and he's like, whenever something came up, he's like, hey, look, there's a show coming up, you know, you should try out for him. So I did something for HPTV, and then he said, oh, there's this really big one coming up called, called Cash Cam, right? He says, so, like, you, sh you, should, you should try out for it. You know what that right? means, the code. Like, and I'm like, okay, sure, things. sure. So, you know, because he, he was working for a production company, so I did like a bunch of stuff for them. And, and so then, the, <laughs> the producers of the Cash Cab, they, they contacted me, oh, we're looking for something kind of like a, a Lenny Pavage with maybe a little sitar. And, and, so, <laughs> and so, like, you create, oh, here, how about that? Oh, no, no, okay, oh, we need this. And it went back and forth for about seven revisions. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming down. This is how badly I wanted this game. I'm coming down with my gear. I'm going I'm to bring my laptop and my keyboard. And I'm going to create something right in front of me. It's just, okay, so she... Okay, so I came down there and I met with their, I think it was one of their associate producers or something. And he's sitting there like cross leg like that. And I got my gear set up with, you know, <laughs> sneakers like, and a little. And he's like, okay, what can you do for me? I'm like, well, what do you want? Right? He's like, well, I'm trying to do something like a rock. And I'm like, okay, sure. Pop the drum. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Loop that. Hi hats. Guitar. <laughs> 15 minutes, yeah. and he's like, oh wow, this is amazing, this is amazing, okay, we'll be in touch. And then three days later, I got the email, hey, you've been accepted, we want you to, you know, do the music for the opening theme and everything. It's like, oh wow. Sick. Because yeah. like, awesome. yeah, that's out of this well, culture, right? Out of this the culture, just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, this is yeah. what I've wanted all my life, and then, it's crazy, and then another revisions for that, and then uh, because the, the the broadcaster wanted this and this and this and this, and I'm like, oh, okay, you got like one more chance. It's it's so complicated, but it was the best. It was like the best thing that's ever it's happened. Awesome, man. In my, my That's what I would do. Yeah, I've seen you two. I've been seeing yeah, like crazy. from there. Like, so yeah, I've been doing the sound thing a little bit. Yeah. I went to dance hall for a minute there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did that thing for a while, play the sound. Well, you, no, no, you did it for 
Yeah, yeah, get it to a different know. level, man. Yeah. Just don't pass over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we went to, you don't know, it took me around the world. I did all that, and then um, I got my with who? Like, oh, I was playing with Desert Storm. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Todd, Todd, Storm, We did our thing. You know, we played with the big, big league sounds. Them Word. Stone Love, Bass Odyssey, yeah. Black Cat, Mighty Crown. Yeah, yeah. Um, they took that. Yeah, real, yeah, right. yeah. I did that for like ten years, yeah. and then I passed it on to my son and. My son's doing it now, so basically I just do more management. Yeah, I'm, I'm just in the office now. Steering the ship. But I can still spin on the turntable. Anytime, feel like you know. Yeah, you're ready. Yes, I'm ready. Are right, you still DJing? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. O'Neal. <laughs> 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 Now in the club, and I still have my setup at home. Right, right, right. you know I, mean? I think DJ's always a DJ. <laughs> I, I can speak for me and Greg G. We went from, we hit like three different eras of, you know, 90s, 2000s. Right. The most consistent out of the crew. We went, we became Essence Sound Crew Essence after. Sound crew. Yes. And from there, 15, 18 years of just, Still DJ, of just killing it yeah. all over the city. We branched out into corporate gigs. Uh, the real money. Give me uh, some money, man. I, I, went, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to Travis. the of the show. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, that's where I met Son of Soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Travis. Yes. Uh, yes. That was 92. Yeah. Yeah. Introduce him to, to Howard and what we were doing. Uh, from there, I had moved to Miami for a bit, and uh, yeah, that I worked, was a stretch. A stretch. Years. I, yeah. I worked for the Winter Music Conference for <laughs> yeah. eight eight years, uh, doing production and production coordinating. So I got to work with all everybody from Tiesto to Paul Van Dyke, and you know, uh, right. Grandmaster Flash. It was an amazing experience. Word. No. Just from my knowledge of from Chick Dynasty, and you know, yeah, yeah. came back to Toronto and. Started doing the club thing, got into house music, rare groove with people like Paulie Lopez, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Oops. you know, hit CKLN. Uh, nowadays, I mean, I do everything from house music to soul. And to it's music. just like what you just said. Yeah. What we're doing now. It's what we learned from back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, all right. business model. Even when I was doing the dance yeah. thing, when I was in the studio, I was doing things for the sound where the man. No other sounds was doing that, but these are things I learned from Howard. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, yeah, and, the rest, and the rest of the selectors, them in the dance would be like, <laughs> what yeah. kind of format? Like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They just look at you like, yo, how, mm. how is he doing that? But mm-hmm. I came from the hip hop era yeah. mm-hmm. and right. went over to the dancehall era. Yeah. So I was doing certain yeah, things that those guys selectors cool. couldn't do, like what he's saying. Even something as simple as blending yes. two songs perfect and walking away. Yeah, back then, yeah. they used to blend. Yeah. 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 Can you blend two songs? Exactly. It's like, come on now. Really? Since he's not here, he's active. Like, what do you call it? Two three times a week. If, if he's not doing sound, uh, doing rentals for DJs, okay. And a lot of the new cats, they go to him for sound, yeah. right? Uh, or light. No respect to Greg G. Right. I tell everybody all the time. How are you getting Greg G? everything. Greg G was on a different level when we came to the regular thing, man. You know, like I'm still in awe of Greg G. What a spirit, man! If you know, you know, spirit. What a spirit. So we're both active, you know, Greg G. I want to. DJKI yeah. and yeah. you know I'm active in the business like 
I did two gigs last the night. most consistent yeah. Hey, listen, man, from what I hear, Concert Hall is open back up, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's, well, that's, that's funny. That's funny. I want to tell you because we're, we're trying to get back together. Mm-hmm. Word. We're trying to get back together. Well, hey, it's looking, old it's looking good right, right here, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a, a reggae chick dynasty. The sound, bring that sound to me. Pockets, brother. No, but I mean, like, yo, man, come on, man. The city the city owes you guys those dudes, man. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like we talked about it earlier, man. Like a lot of guys don't talk enough about that era. Yeah, I just of, of the, of the so scene, right. right? You know what I mean? Like, and without like as we as it like unfolded, look how much stuff you guys were like uh, like a part of and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I think, and that's the whole the whole reason. Like people think hip hop didn't happen here until Drake came. You kidding me? No, you know what I mean, like. They all know history. Like what it comes down to is that again, we were the influences of old. Like our, their influences, we were living. Like you know, it was two generations deep. We're the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, I, I ended on this note. Okay. Right? Before Masumba passed away, mm-hmm. we had we both saw this clip on YouTube of um, on Vlad TV where they asked um, Afghanbara was. Um, What's your face? The white girl. Um, what, the Australian. The Gizela. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They asked him, was she the first outside influence into American hip-hop? And he said no. He said it was Mishy Me. Yeah. Word. Hmm. Word. Yeah. Because Mishy had that impact in the culture. Dude. All right, yo, let's end it Everybody on that note. Think man. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's a great note to end it on, man. Yo, <laughs> gentlemen, thank you very much for doing this, man. It was fun. We appreciate yeah, that very yeah. much, man. You can so, have yo, part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We could be going for like that's 10 hours. That's what I'm saying, man. Right, 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 right. Yeah. All right, so, yo, uh, get us on the SoundCloud, the iTunes, rate, subscribe, do all that shit. What about y'all? You guys any? Uh, yeah, you guys. Any, got, you want Sheik Dynasty to Instagram? Contacts, yeah. Instagrams, you know. Uh, on Instagram, uh, it's Chick Dynasty, right? Right. Um, for me, DJKI four one one on Instagram. Word. Um, oh, DJ only on Instagram. Okay. I kinetic. No, it's not. It's hard issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's grandma. Uh, it's I, I kinetic one hundred. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, hey, that's, that's it. We got it, man. So, yo, it's been a blessing, man. Sweet. Yeah. Let's man. go. Hope I make let's it do back it. into Peace. Arkham now. What? what?